Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News, shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet, The Weekly Planet. Welcome everybody, welcome back. To another episode of the Weekly Planet official podcast of ComicBookMovie.com. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. Sun- Sunday. It's a hard word to say, isn't it? No. <laughs> it's one Welcome. of the easiest. You learn it in elementary school. That's true. Welcome back as always. Uh, my co-host, Nick Mason. Hey, friend. Hey, what's, listeners. What's happening? Nothing. You've got a, a haircut. I had to get a haircut, yes. What do you mean you had to? Well... Legally required oh, okay, for the make, podcast. Makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being in the army. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What has been happening with me? Yeah. Uh, what's news? Well, comedy festival's over. I've been sure doing is. that for a month. So uh, i finally be able to get some decent night's sleep. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be able to stop half-assing this podcast. <laughs> I'll be able to uh, two-thirds ass it like I normally do. So, a return to form. Absolutely. What about you? What's new with you? Well, as you know, I've been away for the weekend, for the Easter weekend. Uh-huh. Some people spend it with their families. Some people... Are forced to go to the Gold Coast, which is like our Vegas, I guess. Yeah, really, the worst Vegas. The worst Vegas. And if there was, a, if there was a movie about it, it'd be called Worst Vegas. <laughs> and, and drink solidly. Though on the Friday night, because it was Good Friday, everything was closed, so everything was dead. You'd go out, you couldn't get a drink to save yourself. Great. So we went bowling and played video games. So it was basically just bowling and video games in incredible humidity. It was a fourteen-year-old's birthday. <laughs> Great, fantastic. Had a pizza yeah, party, yeah. Yeah, but then I also had a lot of Chinese food and went on a giant slingshot. What does that entail? Well, it it's sounds terrifying. It's, it's like a reverse cowgirl. Yes, it's like a reverse cowgirl. No, it's like a reverse uh, bungee jump. Uh-huh. Where like you sit in a capsule, an open-air capsule, and then they shoot you slingshot style, twenty-eight stories in the air, and then you spin down towards the earth, and it's terrifying. Yeah. Especially when you've eaten a lot of Chinese food. Yeah, do they... Is there a guy on, like, on the side with a hose? And when you leave, he just hoses out the capsule? Because that would... <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my weekend. And Easter, I guess, happened. But, you know. No, exactly. Have fun with Easter? With the fam? No. Enough of this sentimental bullshit, Mason. Thank you. <laughs> Let's yeah. get into the podcast. All right. I want to quickly um, talk about... My, people have been asking about my YouTube channel, Mason. Uh-huh. As you're aware, nothing has happened as of yet. Mm-hmm. But in a way, that's a good thing. But in another way, it's not. It's the worst. It's probably mostly the worst. <laughs> I mean, people have been away for the, the... Yeah, well, that's it. For the weekend. So maybe YouTube... Everybody's on YouTube Yeah, vacation. yeah. Well, I, I've, I've contacted through them through Facebook, Twitter... I've found some emails to reach them on. I've heard absolutely nothing in return. A lot of the times when people's channels get blocked like this, they just stay down forever. So there's a good chance that this will never come back. But if people do want to, people have been helping out. They've been Uh at YouTubing on Twitter, Uh on at YT Creators, and at 
YouTube dev, which is YouTube developers. Mm. So if you want to ask them what's or going YouTube on, YouTube devastated. Yes, he's devastated because YouTube <laughs> yeah, yeah. taken down. So if people want to keep doing that, I, I guess if you're polite and whatever, it can't hurt. Mm. So you know, go for your life on that. I really appreciate those who have helped. Yeah, yeah. But as I was saying to you before I started, I'm thinking about maybe just starting a, a website, like an independent ish website and kind of steering away from youtube mm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah see how that goes i mean i'm i'm devastated at the moment mason in my yeah. heart so mm. this might be a few months away yeah yeah but we'll see how that goes okay right? so yeah great i'm on board <laughs> all right straight into the what news what if i wasn't though what if i was like yeah you know what you've had a, you've had a little fun haven't you with this with your videos and things but maybe it's time to get a real get job. a real job exactly <laughs> get a sensible haircut even more sensible than the one you've currently you've got <laughs> You know, that one's pretty sensible. Thank so you're you. halfway there, but get it more sensible. I love my haircut guy, because there's no bullshit. I go in, and I'm like, what's happening? He doesn't mind. He doesn't know my name. I don't know his name. Mm-hmm. It's over really quickly. He's from Iraq. He's great. Or uh-huh. Iran. I don't know. But he's great. I love him. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have a nice haircut, too. Thank you. Yeah. Let's get on my barber's also from Iraq. Really? It's Saddam Hussein. Oh. Back from the dead. <laughs> it's zombie Saddam Hussein. You trust him? Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's a zombie and he's really close to my head, but oh, yeah. probably should should be fine. Yeah, yeah, be fine. We'll see What's how the that worst plays that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mason. Uh, yeah. Earlier this week, Harrison Ford was interviewed. I'm, I have a lot. Of, I'm just going to have some water. I'm Our little... favorite grumpy grandpa. Oh, you better believe it. I've got here grumpy old Gramps Harrison Ford. Fantastic. <laughs> now he was asked in an interview in an interview about all sorts of stuff about his career. They said to him, Harrison Ford, who shot first? Han or Greedo? Did he and say, he, I don't care? He said, I don't know and I don't care. Yay! <laughs> Who interviewed him? Was it a, a, some sort of... It was probably like Crave Online or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't know exactly, exactly who. Yeah. I'm, you know, pff, yeah, yeah. somebody, some great website. Comicbookmovie.com. Yeah. And obviously, you know who shot first. It was Greedo or Han, depending on which version. Which version you Obviously, that, that, that's a dumb question to ask. <laughs> Because obviously it was Han first in the originals, and then later it was Greedo because they they, t- they tweaked it because and then they made it then at they the made it at the same time. Yeah. So it's those three answers <laughs> because it's not a real thing that really happened. It's a fake thing that did not happen. That's and it's weird because you know Lucas was like, oh, you know, I don't uh, I don't think uh, Han shouldn't have shot first because you know it's uh, there's no there's no time to redeem this guy. This isn't a movie about redeeming a character. No, the whole thing's about redeeming a character, Darth <laughs> Vader. The whole trilogy's about that. There's room to redeem another guy. You're absolutely guy, right. He's yeah. mostly a pretty good guy, but occasionally he shoots first. Yeah, a yeah. A guy who's trying to kill him. But you know, exactly. I don't see the problem with it. If someone's mm. going to shoot you, you can shoot them. That's cool, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's super cool. But you know what? Somebody somebody pointed out that that is a classic hand response. Isn't it, though? That's very <laughs> true. Did he elaborate at all, or is just like... No, nah, that was okay, it. Great. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then he stormed out. Great. Really slowly. Probably shuffled out, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. All right, Mason. Now, there's a lot of X-Men news this week. Uh-huh. It's been a roller coaster week for X-Men news. I'll bloody tell you what. Mm-hmm. There was a new X-Men trailer. Did you catch that one? No. It was really good. Second up. You should have warned me beforehand. <laughs> I could have looked it up. No, that's fine. It's just regular stuff. It's basically Wolverine explaining what happens. He's like, so basically I've gone back in time, but maybe this will be a better scenario for us or whatever. I've been working out, you know. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Check it out or don't. Mm-hmm. Do, though. Okay. You know? um, also, Channing Tatum. Mentioned that he's been a, he's having he's had conversations with Fox about taking on the Gambit role because he loves the character of Gambit. What do you think about Channing Tatum in that weird kind of mask sock that he wears with the face? <laughs> yeah, cut absolutely. Out? The very the most nineties of superhero <laughs> cowl masks, fingerless situation. gloves, fingerless gloves, the weird face thing that just it's like a combination sweatband and mask wrapped around the <laughs> <Yep>. chin strap. <laughs> 
weird thing. No, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess is is Channing T- Channing Tatum. New Orleans based? Well, this is what he said, though. That's funny you should say that. He said um, he's been working on the accent. And so he's he says, not from there. Okay. No, and he says, um, so far, which he says is terrible. I respect his honesty, though. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah you're yeah, right, yeah. actually. Yeah. I like Channing Tatum. I know he's not like... He's no Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey? Yeah, Mahogany. Right? Yeah. Matthew yeah, Mahogany. that's the one. You know what I mean? But he's, he's good enough and he's charismatic. I like him. Give him mm. the role. I don't care. Is he too bulky for Gambit? Yeah. I picture Gambit as kind of... Thin, like a ranging. Taylor Kitsch from Wolverine Origins X-Men styles? Yes. Yeah? I feel like there was a point, right, in yes. the, like, round two. There was no point to that film. <laughs> no. A different You're point. Right. You mean a point in I'm gonna, time. No, I was going to make that, but now I'm going to make a different point. Okay, sure. Around 2009, 2010, there was a race between Taylor Kitsch and Channing Tatum, very similar kind of actors doing similar roles, who would break out. And Channing Tatum won. Right, okay. You know what I mean? Now, now Taylor Kitsch is going to Ryan Philippe it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Wait, who was Ryan Philippe's arch nemesis? Gosling? Probably Gosling. Okay. Or um, maybe even Damon? Yeah, nah, okay. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe it came a bit after Damon. Mm. Who was around like 99, 2001? Freddie Prinze Jr. Yeah. <laughs> they cancelled each other they out, did, really, yeah, didn't exactly, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. Good. I mean, yeah, give him the role. Okay. Or don't give him yeah, the role. That's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, sad news, well, bad news, I should say, for Brian Singer this week. Mm-hmm. Not to make light of this, I, I said to you before the pod- podcast, we should just bring this up. Right. Just to acknowledge that it is a thing that is occurring yep. at this point And in then time. we'll be back to wackiness. Yes, after back this. to wackiness okay, straight right. away. But basically, uh, Brian Singer is not going to be doing any press for X-Men Days of Future Past, which is weeks away, uh, as he's found himself in the middle of a very serious uh, rape accusation mm. situation. Um, apparently there's, uh, this occurred around 1998, mm-hmm. 1999. Probably don't have to get into the details. Okay, sure, fine. But basically, the, the person who, uh, who accused him says that certain things happened. He's come out and said that he has alibis and none of these things have happened. Mm. And it's basically, it, it's very much up in the air at this point until the court date, you know, mm, yeah. comes to pass. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be, Fox are very much distance, distancing themselves from this. Yeah, yeah. So they, they've got like the writers and producers going out and promoting the film. As opposed to having seen right, it. so yeah, so when we don't see him at any press releases or any yep. doing any interviews, that's probably why. So yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that's happening. Yep. I don't want to comment either way. Sure, we could speculate. Let's speculate. What do you think? Oh no. <laughs> no. So yeah, we'll we'll leave that until uh, well, probably forever, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's not really it's not really in our wheelhouse, is it? Not so much. Yeah. All right, let's move it along. Let's talk about what how Jennifer Lawrence got those. Got that great figure. She sure does. You know what I mean? Well, speaking of, they've been talking about in a, a Mystique spin-off film. Okay. I, I don't think it's because people love the character of Mystique. I think it's because Jennifer Lawrence is so hot right now. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, she's very much been the breakout role. I think it was her and Taylor Kitsch in 2009 yeah. were going head-to-head. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to see some sort of uh, spy movie with a Mystique in it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm. Definitely. Do you know why Professor X is walking in... X-Men, what's his deal there? Days of Future Past? Uh, probably the devil unbroke his legs. <laughs> remember? I remember. Yeah, no, I have no idea. I think it might be. Somebody mentioned, so this isn't my idea, but it says... Maybe Magneto has something to do with it? Yeah, possibly. Well, he's walking before he meets, comes up against Magneto again. Uh-huh. So maybe it might be that he's using his... Not that this is a power that he can have. He's using all his mental powers to sustain his legs. That might, well, that could be it. I mean... But then at the at the, at the the loss of... Being able to read minds and, and whatever. Right, right. Well, he has, if I remember correctly, maybe they've, they've retconned this out. Uh, he used to have some in the comic books, and it's never been shown in the movie so much. Yeah. But he did originally have some telekinesis. Yeah. And he burned it out. 
Ah, uh, okay. I think. So maybe that's how he's doing it. Gotcha. And okay. he'll, he'll maintain that for a while. And, and maybe he'll, he'll embrace it. the mental capabilities of an X-Man as opposed to the physical. There we go. Because really, he doesn't, if he's just a guy walking, I can do that. Can you? I've never seen it. I've never seen you out of that chair, I'll be honest with you. It's always the same chair. I, it doesn't matter where we are. We could be out true. in the world. I never answer the door. I always just yell out, come in. Yep. Nothing suspicious. I've seen photos from when you were up in the Gold Coast and you're always at the pool in that weird chair with flowers on it. <laughs> you like the chair? Yeah, it's nice, actually. It's vintage. Great. I didn't buy it. It mm. costs way too much. I'm mm. against it. Well. Yeah. Anyway, let's move it along. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Uh, Zack Snyder has revealed that... Oh, I'm going to ask you this question first. Uh-huh. Did you think the plans for Batman versus Superman came before or after Man of Steel? Before. That's my guess. You're wrong. Oh. I thought you were going to say after. I, just... I remember you saying that you felt like before Comic-Con they panicked and slapped two logos together. Oh, I did say that. <laughs> Here's the thing. I forget most of what I say on this podcast. Yes. I forget what persona I'm trying to adopt in this show. I don't really remember. <laughs> Like, am I, am I, I don't know. Am I trying to derail you every week? I don't even know anymore. You, you, you am I trying to help? Who's, who's to say? You change the fraction that you put in every week to the show. Yep. Some week it's a half, some week it's two thirds. Sometimes I seven-eighth it in. I <laughs> yeah. seven-eighth it ass it in. So, so yeah, well, uh, Zack Snyder has revealed that after Man of Steel came out, he basically was in discussions with Warner Brothers and he said, well, I guess the next step is Batman. And oh. that's how this kind of whole thing started. Right, okay, yeah. So uh, that really just goes to show that DC didn't really have a proper plan. Yep. But I, I mean, I know that they're, because of the, the Kevin T who took over as um, the head of Warner Brothers, uh-huh. I know he's now pushing for a, for a shared universe. Right. Which right. initially they were. They were very I feel much a lot of the time it's just a well. case of we need to put X hundred million dollars into this. And then slap it all on lunchboxes. Yeah. Like, that's where all the money comes from, is lunchboxes and action figures. Yeah. I don't really care what's in no, the content. It's all merchandise. Yeah, and that yeah. all began with Star Wars. When, yeah. And George Lucas made that incredible decision. To, to have Han shoot first. <laughs> or maybe not. Lunchbox. That's it. Now, this is my most exciting news from the week, Mason. Wait, Han chewed first. Is that is that a thing? Lunch? Lunch? Han shoot. Yeah, that def- that's right, a thing. Fantastic. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. And he's That's all I do is I just rhyme words in my head until something's funny. <laughs> Surprise. You love the Admiral Akbar ads, don't you? Admiral don't Akbar you? Snack Bar, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check that out, on U- that out on YouTube if you haven't. Yeah. Admiral Akbar Snack Bar. This is my favorite news from the week, Mason. Mm-hmm. Superior. Um, it's one of my favorite. Well, it's, it's a graphic novel I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. It's basically You're about... very cagey about that. What does that mean? Well, I never want to commit to say it's one of my favorites or it is my favorite because I change every week on that, whatever I'm reading. Uh-huh. I'm reading Fables at the moment. It's great. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Superior, I remember being really impressed with it by the time, about the time. It's basically about a boy. Have you read it? Yeah, I've read it. It's a boy who's got MS for those who don't know and he's basically imbued with these, the magical, or the, the powers of Superior. He's a kind of a cross between, um, Shazam or whatever he's called these days because uh-huh. they keep changing his name and, and Superman mm. and it's very much a homage to Christopher yes. Reeve Superman mm-hmm. yeah. and it's basically who what... is his favourite superhero yes. in this fictional in this universe, universe. Yeah. exactly yeah. and what he does with those powers and and, and and the impact of that on the world and, and how you know it, it's it's the contrast between between him, between him being this boy who's you know, he's crippled by this, you know, this disease that's eating away at him and then he yeah. gets the chance to do something amazing. Uh-huh. And it's a really good book. It's written mm. by... Um, Mark Millar. Mark Millar, who's... Uh, I know we mentioned before, I'm not wrapped with all of his stuff, but all in all, I really enjoy the stuff that he makes. And it's illustrated by um, uh, Lanel Yu. No, it's oh. not by you. <laughs> L- Lanel Yu. Not you. 
You, you're in. Shut up. But anyway, he's a great artist as well. He's, he's he, sure, he certainly yeah. is. It's yeah, a yeah. beautiful book. Mm-hmm. You haven't checked it out, uh, uh, definitely. But basically, um, Superior, the rights to that have been picked up by Fox. Ugh. And that, <laughs> that's all right. And you know what? Fox uh, doing X Men or whatever and, uh-huh. and, and Fantastic Four. But I think as a standalone thing, mm. they've got producer Matthew Va- Vaughn behind it, who okay. did First Class, yep. and who's currently directing Secret Surface, which is also a Mark Millar book, which isn't great, I don't think. Very Secret Surface. I thought you said Secret Surfers for a second. Yeah, I couldn't wrap, my head, couldn't wrap my head around it. <laughs> uh, Just men in business suits, and they've got, they've got a surfboard down the back of their jacket. Secretly. Just waiting for crime to happen so they can become the Secret Surfers. No, I haven't seen Secret Service, is that? Yeah, no, no, that's, they're making at the moment. No, it's a, the comic Secret Service. I haven't read it, yeah, no. That's fine. But I think there, there is a chance that Matthew Vaughan could direct this, and Matthew Vaughan is a, is a great director. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd love to see this, this story come to light. And I mentioned a few years ago, I thought John Hamm would be a really good choice for Superior. Yeah, okay, yep. Because I know in the comic, for those who haven't read it, that the actor who plays Superior... Because there's movies based on the character of Superior in the world where Superior suddenly appears. Right, exactly. So yeah. people are, people think that it's him. It's a whole side story. Uh-huh. And he's supposed to be around 50. Yep. And that's John Hamm's age. So mm-hmm. I think it could work. Yeah, I think we've discussed this. And I thought it might be a good idea to have John Hamm play the actor. Yeah. And then like... And have see- Hamm from Toy Story play. Thank you. That's all <laughs> I've ever wanted. But, but have like... John Hamm also play superior, but kind of CGI him up, so he's more just a of, fraction, just a fraction. So he's yeah. a little bit, so he's a bit hyper real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. That is a brilliant idea. Thank you. Well done. Thanks. You should Hollywood. Let's just let let us direct that one. <laughs> yes. Great. Now, Mason, uh, there's also some uh, Spider-Man news. Uh huh. Have you seen the Amazing Spider-Man two? Not yet. I'll get there. Sure. Well, we're not going to talk about it yet. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God it's not this episode because I haven't seen it yet. Because <laughs> it's not out in the US and a lot of our, our listeners are from the US, so we'll, we'll save. And we we'll tried save. that once before with Thor. And, and we got done. Yeah, we did. Like a fucking dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, but basically I saw it. I, I, I've had, have, I have a review which I haven't posted yet. I made the review. You should post it on YouTube. <laughs> Ha-ha! This is one of those episodes where you're against me. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I I think it's okay without yeah. getting into the specifics of it. It's got uh-huh. some really great scenes. It's got okay, some... but would you say best movie ever or worst movie ever? Or you're not going to... You don't have to say you know, now. I'm going to leave it for now. Say it for now. But yeah, look, now. I, I'm going to leave it at this point. It's okay. It's okay. probably worth seeing. Yep. Or not. Who cares? But basically, the producer, Avi Arad, who's produced yep. all the Spider-Man films... Yep. All the ones that exist. He says an Avengers crossover will only happen when the studios run out of inspiration. Or I assume that means when they wear their characters right down. Correct, yes. You know what I mean? So he says that there's so much to tell in the Spider-Man universe. You know, you've got the Sinister Six coming up. Mm-hmm. you got Venom. you got Spider-Man 3. you got Spider-Man 4. So he said any appearances from Spider-Man in a shared universe... You've got Spive-Demand, which is Spider-Man, but there's a 5 in the title. <laughs> Spy-Five-Demand, you know? I know exactly what you mean. Thank you. Yes. So he says any appearances in crossovers would be like a stunt. So that basically means that. And God forbid Hollywood do a stunt. (laughs) They're against them. They're all about integrity Mm -hmm. and being true to yourself. And Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Bellissimo. So yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of puts the the crushes that for now. Mm -hmm. But I, I still wouldn't rule it out happening in the next few years. Because... As we keep saying, or you in particular, that the superior 
superhero bubble is going to burst. It's going to burst. People who think it's not going to are kidding themselves. Yeah. It'll hit. It, it, maybe it won't be for 10 years. Yeah. But it's going to happen. Because mm-hmm. think about every genre of movie was super popular. At one point, westerns were the most popular films exactly, in the world. Exactly, yeah. And now, westerns are just okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah. and you'll see what, you'll see like a Django Unchained or 310 to Yuma. And yeah. Good. Not to say they're gone forever. Yeah. 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 But it's just, it's one a year. Yeah. And people are like, oh yeah, they still do those yeah. kind of thing. And that'll happen with superhero movies, I think. That's exactly mm. it. So yeah. Tarantino yeah. might do one. Yeah. Mm. 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 But I think we're definitely in, we're, we've, we're coming up more in a golden age now yeah. than we were. Like. The closing night party for a comedy festival was Tarantino. Oh like, yeah. Themed. And it's really difficult to come up with a, like a proper costume. <laughs> Like, you can be a... Like, I, I just went Reservoir Dogs, black sure. suit, white shirt, black tie. I saw that photo. You looked great. Thanks, buddy. Which uh, one were you? Uh, I guess You I was, look like Steve Buscemi. How dare you? <laughs> I think... I guess I, guess I was Mr. Orange, because the, oh, yeah. the suit had three buttons on it. But anyway, the point is... Wow, you know real specifics, yeah, I know. don't you? <laughs> I do. But, yeah, if you... The, the problem with a Tarantino-themed costume is, unless you are wearing exactly what they are, yeah. you just look like some random dude. Because if you if you like if you say we're Bruce Willis from Pulp Fiction, it's light. Yeah, you, it's you have to wear like, you have to be wearing light blue jeans, white t shirt, a very specific Hawaii brown. Shirt? Yeah, no, no, like a brown bomber, like brown suede bomber. Oh jacket, yeah, that's right. And shave your head. Yeah, and then maybe you look. Maybe you're Bruce Willis, but maybe you're just some guy. You have to look like Bruce. Willis. Exactly. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there are a lot of unless reasons. you go like Kill Bill. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of or blackface for Django Unchained. Exactly. There were a couple of Nazis. It's inappropriate. Wow. Uh, wow. There were there was a lot of Reservoir Dogs. There was a lot of Gogo Yubari, who's the girl in the... She's got the swingy... She's got the swingy mace. Yeah. Just as a schoolgirl, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And not a lot else. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, digression. She's, what she's were we horrifying. talking about? I don't know. Yes. Samuel L. Jackson's going to do be part of the live reading for The Hateful Eight, by the way. Huh. You know that movie the, got the shut down. The one that got shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's exciting, I guess. <laughs> that means that he didn't leak it. Or does it? Well, remember we said maybe that... he really doesn't want to do this, but Tarantino realised that he leaked it, and he's like, "I'm gonna make you. I'll either sue you, or you got to do this. You got to do all the characters. You got me. You got me. You're playing a schoolgirl." <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother or sales. I definitely prefer, don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. 
Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. Now, Mason. Yes. This week, I thought, leading up to The Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh-huh. Rise of Electro, which it's called in Australia, which I didn't know until I went and saw it, and it said Rise of Electro, and I'm like, I thought that was like a Brazil thing, uh-huh. but apparently it's here as well, because mm-hmm. God forbid that you think it's, you confuse it with something else, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you really need to say Rise of Electro? No. We've said who the fuck knows who Electro is? That's what, oh, we have discussed this, on YouTube. Yeah. People can look that up. <laughs> Still against you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that's it. Exactly. It adds nothing to it mm-hmm. unless you know something about comic books. But yeah, even yeah. then, whose favorite villain is Electro? Nobody's. Yeah. And he doesn't even look like the comic book Electro. No. Well, in the Ultimates, he sort of does. Oh, okay, I guess. Right, but who reads the Ultimates? Nobody. Nobody. Star. 
It's done. It's done like a dinner. That's right. So I thought, thought this week, Mason, yeah. we're going to go through the um, Sam Raimi Spider-Man films leading okay. up to The Amazing Spider-Man. All right. I've got some trivia for each. So okay. I thought how we'll do this is... We'll talk a little bit about the film, how it impacted our lives, how it changed us. Okay, sure. You know, emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then I'll go, run us through some trivia, uh-huh. and then we'll name, well, you'll name the more worst movie ever at the end. <laughs> Absolutely, I will. It's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> um, basically, though, if you want to know more about the history of Spider-Man, Mason, mm-hmm. we did an episode. You ask Stan Lee. <laughs> yes. And he'll, he'll tell you. <laughs> he'll bail you right up. Yep. Um, if you go back to episode 11 of the Weekly Planet, mm-hmm. I think we're up to 30 this week, actually. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Yeah. But if you go back to episode 11, um, we go through the history of Spider-Man and basically of trying to get those films made uh-huh. right up to the James Cameron one, which was the one in production just before Sam Raimi kind of mm-hmm. took over. So episode 11, check it out, Mason. I probably won't because I was there, but other people should definitely do that because it's probably entertaining. You say you were there, but when I brought this up before the show, you went, did what? No, no memory of any of this. <laughs> No memory. It's all gone. It's yeah. not just pot. It's everything that I, I know. do. Yeah. I don't take offense. Mm. You had a great suit the other night, though. Thank you. <laughs> all right, let's start with Spider-Man 1 from 2002. A formative movie for comic book movies. Mm. At the time, it made $100 million in the shortest amount of time ever, mm. um, which I think is still, with adjusted to inflation, that is the, the quickest movie to do so. Mm. Okay. It was a massive hit. Mm-hmm. At the time. Of course, it wasn't the first comic book movie. I think a lot of other movies kind of laid the foundation for it. Blade, um, yep. X-Men, uh, even in like Mystery Men, like things like that kind of, even in a small way, they kind of aided yes. th- this this movie. Mm. Do you remember when The Amazing Spider-Man, I mean, whatever one that was called, came out? And <laughs> did you think it was the Spider-Man? Yes. <laughs> what? What did you think of it at the time? It was okay. Sure. It was... So you weren't even impressed with it then? I was impressed that they brought it to screen. Sure. But I thought they could have done it better. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm I'm a guy who can get things done, so... I know it. To say, you know, that, that carries a lot of weight. They could have done it better. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's... It is... I completely agree with you, but, I mean, in hindsight, it's easy to say that. Yep. Because, and that's why I just did it. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, at the time, yeah, I, I, like you, I, I was impressed that they managed to bring it to life with such vigor. Yeah. It's, it was, yeah, it was technologically it was flawless, like, yeah. especially at the time. Flawless. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, good on them for giving it yeah. a go. And now if you go back and you do look at it, it's, it's a little bit jarring when it goes between Spider-Man in the suit just standing around uh-huh. and then he leaps off a building and then it cuts to him CGI swimming. Right, exactly, yeah. I think they've only just got that right in, mm. the, in the new one that just came uh-huh. out. But um, at the time, yeah, they, they developed like specific te- technology just to do that and it was just at the time where they could do that where it didn't look ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that five years earlier, it, it, it's, Ridic- it's a weird yeah. CGI blood fight from Blade. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, this, this came out in 2002. Yeah. This had a... Fine. This this had a trailer initially, and you yeah. might be bringing this up. Uh, yeah, so they had a trailer initially, that, and it became. I think it was going to be the final scene in the film, like he's become Spider Man. Yeah, and then there's a bank robbery. Yeah, and some some guys escape. They get into a helicopter. They fly through, across New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, the helicopter's pulled back, and it, yeah. you see it's trapped in a giant web, and the web is between the twin towers. Yeah. Exactly. Why'd they cut that out? Well, it looked exciting. Why well, would they cut it, it out? I don't know. I why guess... would they cut out? Why would they cut out the, the thing? Like, it was a, a very reason, tumultuous time. Oh, oh, I get it. Okay, I remember now. I remember what happened now. Yeah, yeah. That was um, and I think, and that's reflected. This whole September 11 thing is very much reflected in that movie. There's a lot of kind of New York kind of 
sticking togetherness, uh-huh. which kind of carries over into some of those films. You know, like, don't mess with New York, Spider-Man, and mm-hmm. Spider-Man sitting in front of an American flag and all that kind of yes. stuff. Uh, things like that, which which occurred at the time. There was also some posters, which are now collector's items, uh-huh. which you see Spider-Man's eye in them. He's and... training with Al-Qaeda. Yes, that's right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you can see the Twin Towers reflected in his... um. Mm. In his in his gla- in his reflecty lensy things, uh-huh. so yeah, there was um a few things that they that they yanked mm. um for that. But then it, it, there's also a bit in the in the movie where you see the twin towers and they don't in the background and they haven't removed them. Oh, okay, so you know it's mm-hmm. it's a bit here, it's a bit there. But uh, basically, Stan Lee said Mason in a radio interview that he thought John Cusack would be the perfect choice to play Spider Man. What do you think? Nope. What about what about like nope. late eighties, early nineties? Yeah, okay, 80s, yeah. Not like, not in 2002. No. Like, I mean, the trivia I got from this was from a, from around the time this movie came out, so I presume you said this hopefully years Decades before. beforehand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 80s John Cusack. I would be on board with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah, sure. Um, several Spider-Man costumes were created, Mason. Ooh! Each of them costing $100,000. Hmm. Four went missing at the time. They were stolen. Turned out to be... um Us wearing them right now. That's we right. We're wearing two each. Sweet fit. Yep. <laughs> And they turned up online a few years later for sale. I remember. That's when I um, bought them. Yes. <laughs> That's why we're... Okay, continue. Sorry. The people involved... I won't labour this yeah, forever. Yeah, got done. But they offered a $25,000 reward for those to be returned. Huh. Because they, they, they had the mould of the, the body and then they had, had like computer printed webbing that they, they put on them. Those are, at the time and still are, they're pretty impressive kind of looking yeah, yeah. costume. Mm. I mean, Was that like 3D printed? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that would have been expensive back yeah. in the day. That's it. Yeah. It, was, it was something like that. I mean, I might be wrong, but... When have I ever been wrong before? Never been wrong. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, Tobey Maguire worked out like a mad dog for this Absolutely role. Absolutely he did. The <laughs> results are clear. That's right. That was one of the things that really impressed me about him for the role. I know we've said he's not perfect for the role, and he's certainly not. Mm-hmm. But he, he, he certainly, I think he, as far as his physique went and these acrobatics that he kind of did, uh-huh. well, most of the time it probably wasn't him. No. But I think he looked great. For, for that one for scene role. where he's in the mirror and he flexes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was like a five-month regime of exercise, weight, training, martial arts as well as eating high-protein meals four to six times a day. Now, that's quite common now. Mm-hmm. But back then, that was pretty... Yeah, yeah. It wasn't It wasn't. If you were norm. cast in a Spider-Man movie, and they're like, look, there's one scene where you have to flex, and you look real great, and you look real good in the mirror, and you're like, hmm. But for the rest, you're completely covered head to toe in a red and blue bodysuit. Nobody yeah. ever sees it. Yeah. it could, maybe it's you, maybe it's not you. Wouldn't you just get them a CGI... Like a bodybuilder's body? Yeah. Your head on a bodybuilder's <laughs> yeah, body, yeah. right? Absolutely what, you would. What's great about this though, this movie though, is they had the foresight to to film the scene where Peter Parker faints in his room after the spider bite six Pre- months before. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So where he's quite thin and kind of whatever. Uh-huh. And then they film the next part six months later. Good call, yeah. Which is, which is great. But I know Nicolas Cage's body in Ghost Rider is CGI'd. Just then the whole thing. There's a bit where he's also in front of the mirror flexing. There we go, see, yeah. And that's, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, as I said, that, like, that's quite common now, but then it was unusual. Like, you get, like, I don't know, Michael Keaton for Batman, mm-hmm. who's never worked out a day in his life. Exactly. Don't get me wrong, I love Keaton. Yeah. You know I love Keaton. Absolutely. Not those movies, but I love Keaton. Absolutely, you do. So, you know. That's great. true, you never seem shirtless or anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first Marvel movie to, uh, to showcase the flipping Marvel page logo. Okay, yeah. Which now excites us, excites us every time we see it. It is good fun. Yeah. I try to see who's in the. The thing it's often different. It's often different pages and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it normally relates to the superhero, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, who knows? No. You know what we love though? What's that? Ang Lee's Hulk. We got an episode on that. Oh yeah, let's, yeah, great. You know what I hate? The DC logo, the new one, because uh, it's we, the weird, the flappy over. It's supposed uh, to represent yeah, a comic book or something like, yeah, yeah. like pages of a book. Or Do something? you like how they've individualized them to each character? Nope. Do you like Batman? Yeah. <laughs> cool. As long as we're clear. But it's terrible. It's yeah. 
What about the old logo with the stars in it? Yeah, I agree. And the, the one after that. They'll probably go back to it. Good. But the DC movie logo is different than the um mm. the other one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the same. Still, I just wanted yeah. something to complain about. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So opening day, it made thirty nine point four million. So it held this record. That movie, that record was then broken by Spider Man two, and then again broken by Spider Man three, and then not broken by the Amazing Spider Man. Bad luck, guys. Bad luck, Mark <laughs> Webb. But I think the second one, it's tracking to do very good business. Okay. So it could it could very well happen. Now, the genetically modified spider that bit Peter Parker was not a Black Widow spider. I never assumed that it was. Neither did I. But it was a Stetoda, Stetoda spider, and was painted red and blue while the spider was anesthetized. I thought you were going to say it was paid. It was, like it was paid $45,000. And that spider was Daniel Day-Lewis. Wow, he's so good. <laughs> he's so good. He got genetically modified into a spider. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's a lot of practical stuff in this movie. You know the bit where he catches all the food on the tray? Mm-hmm. That's practical. Like they had this tray stuck to his hand. Yep. And had it fall a certain way where the food stuck to the tray. That took like many takes. Was it magnetic like or something? I think it was stickiness. Huh, great. But yeah, things like painting the spider. Like I would never thought they would do that. I thought mm. they'd just CGI it. Yeah, yeah. But hey, mm. that spider must have felt pretty good though. Pretty sweet in his sweet mm. Spider-Man costume, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, in the comics, you know Peter Parker designed and made Spider-Man's web shooters. You are yep. familiar with that? Yes. In the movie, he shoots them from his own body like a creep. <laughs> Absolutely, he does. <laughs> in some sort of metaphor of puberty, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, director, do you remember there was a Jack Black MTV Movie Award parody of Spider-Man at the time? Remember they used to do I don't that? remember it, but I'm sure there was, yeah. And I remember there was a Ben Stiller Mission Impossible one. Yep, yeah, and yep. there was a Matrix... Justin yeah. Timberlake one. Uh-huh. They used to do, and the Lord of the Rings one also with Jack Black. Uh-huh. So it was Jack Black becoming Spider Man, and they made the metaphor that maybe it's something else shooting out. You know, oh, I get like it. Kind of blah blah blah. Um, like co- cotton candy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. every teenage boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, director Sam Raimi assumed, uh, no, answered the protest from comic book fans saying it was more credible, mm-hmm. which it is. It, I think. Well, not. It's hard to say. It's really not. It's unusual for a a six, seventeen-year-old boy to make something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they sort of sort of address it in the Amazing Spider-Man. They say he makes the web shooters himself, and he does. Yeah. He doesn't make the thread. No, he just steals it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know that because you watched the Amazing Spider-Man. I did just recently. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was under duress. (laughs) It's on theweeklyplanet.bandcamp.com, Mason. New audio commentary. Check it out if you want. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I was gonna say, um. Spider-Man's powers are just a completely random grab bag, though. When you actually think about it, yeah. Like people have like I know comedians have talked about this and stuff like that, but which ones? I can't remember. Um, but you know, he's got superhuman strength, which I guess, which varies, which varies. Yeah, he's got uh, six sense. to walls, six to walls in, in some sort of vague sense. Now, in again, in, in Spider-Man, it's like little very, spiny things, little spiny things on yeah. his hands. And he's got a, a danger sense. Yeah. It's a psychic danger sense. Yeah, yeah. Like spiders have. Like spiders have. Yeah. Because how many times have you gone and hit a spider and they quickly jump out of the way? Yeah, that's not. The answer's not once. Exactly. You squish them. You squish them real good. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a, a completely assortment of... Like a lot of a lot of animals stick to walls. Yeah. A lot of, you know... Um, bears. Bears stick to walls. Horses. Horses stick to walls. Goats. No, you're thinking of possums. Stingrays. Sting- if you fling a stingray against a wall, it'll stick. Yeah, yeah. Give it the old fling ray. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, basically, in the comics, though, they changed. They had Peter Parker undergo another transformation. I at the time, that, yeah. Where he burst, bur- he turned into a giant spider. Yep. And then and he, then he bo- born out of that spider. Yeah. It was very weird. Yeah, yeah. At the time, it was great. I don't. Who knows? I don't believe. But so. yeah, he got web spinners. He got. He became stronger. Yeah. And he 
he gained the ability to speak to spiders. Yeah. Which they've never talked about again. No, well, they retconned that in 2007 yeah, yeah, um, yeah. in the One More Day storyline. I remember, yeah. Where they went back to that. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't read that one. I read the other one. Mm-hmm. But I remember at the time getting, that was pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, it's also the thing about why does he shoot them from his wrists and blah, blah, blah. And not his like, butt. Exactly. Ha, 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 ha. I know, ha, ha. But yeah. that, that's, that's always strange. There's, there's one of those scientifically accurate Spider-Man videos on YouTube. Uh. Like, what would Spider-Man really be like if he really existed? It's yeah, really yeah, creepy. Yeah. But, you know, check it out. I, I understand you don't want to talk about YouTube, though. <laughs> that's the last one. That's the last one I'll do. Unless I think of a... You know what hurts me. Unless, and you just... <laughs> unless I think of a real zinger and I'll save it up. Okay. All right. Uh, now, Willem Dafoe was cast as the Green Goblin, which we've it's talked about before. That costume is not good. But he looks like the Green Goblin. He's incredible yeah, yeah. in that role, right? Yeah. Tobey Maguire maybe a little bit of a miscast, mm-hmm. um, but he, he was great. There's some other people who offer the role. I'm ready. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> I was trying to think of someone else called Leslie. Don't know. I know someone in my Leslie personal... Mann. Yep. Michael Mann. Michael Myers. My the department store. That's an Australian reference. Yes, it Americans is. won't get that. No. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Nope. John Malkovich. Yep. We'll talk about him later. Okay. Bill Paxton. Ah, uh, okay. I think that might have carried that. over from James Cameron's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the only thing that actually carried over from James Cameron's Spider-Man was the artifi- was the um, organic web shooters. Mm. Everything else they scrapped. And if you and go back all to the episode... underwater s- sequences, <laughs> yeah. filmed on a submarine. <laughs> if you go back to episode eleven, though, and you talk hear talk about that. It's a good thing they scrapped most of that because it's it's fucking it's weird, uh-huh. right? Um, this one blows my mind because you know I have a personal hatred against this man. Is it John Travolta? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not going to work. It's not going to work at he all. He doesn't work on, no, not at all. Too many chances, Mason. Yeah. I've talked about this before. Uh-huh. He's got too many chances. Yeah. He's a dickhead. <laughs> um, Robert De Niro. Okay. I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, probably early 90s Robert De Niro would be better. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But, you know, I guess that's okay. Now, the role was originally also intended to be, pl- intended to be played by Billy Crudup, who dropped out for other projects, and he was also considered too young for the role. I think Billy Crudup would have been good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. Paxton, Bill Paxton's father actually still appears his, in the his film. His father, Bill Pullman. Yes, his father, Bill Pullman. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, he's actually um, Osborne's elderly house- housekeeper. Oh, I never yeah, knew okay. that. It's the so one that reveals at the end, oh, I could have... Blah, 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 We're going to talk about that please. later because yeah, I've got some you. trivia about that that, that'll blow your mind apart. Um, the studio also... Imp- I could have saved you all a lot of trouble, but I couldn't be bothered for some reason, sir. <laughs> the studio expressed an interest in uh, Leonardo DiCaprio taking on the role. Of Spider-Man? Yes. Okay. At the time, I think. Yeah. They're, they're just like the same age, aren't they? Yeah. Maguire and mm. the other guy. Uh, Freddie Prinze Jr., Scott Speedman. I would have said Freddie Prinze Jr. is more of a Flash Thompson type. Yeah, I agree. Mm. What's Scott Speedman? Yeah. Or does I call him the best part about the Underworld films? Is he? Kate Beckinsale. Well, oh, yeah, actually, good point. She's good in those movies. But those yeah, movies okay. are pretty... Yeah. What, what, what are they? What's going exactly. on Exactly. They're not a thing, are they? Exactly. <laughs> I watched four. Uh-huh. I don't know what yeah. happened. Yeah. She fought a really big werewolf in it, though. Great. I also watched three, which has no original cast members except the guy from The Queen, the British guy who plays Tony Blair all the time. You know, the guy's always playing Tony Blair. I think his actual name is Tony Blair. Probably Tony name. Blair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay Roden. I don't know who that is. Nope, no idea. And James Franco also tested for the part. James Franco also dyed his hair brown for the role because apparently he has much darker hair. Ooh. So he looked more like Willem Dafoe. But the only person who looks like Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin mask. Correct, yes. The cartoon. <laughs> the comic book 
<laughs> Green Goblin mask, exactly. Uh, in the final battle between Spider-Man and the Goblin, the CGI artists had to change the color of blood, pouring out of Spider-Man's mouth to a clear liquid, indicating spit, which is gross. Mm. This was his Mortal Kombat style. Is that what happened in Mortal Kombat? No, on Super Nintendo version back in the day, they changed it to sweat. Yeah, 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 they did. Annoying. That's weird, right? But you couldn't change it back. No, you could on the... the... Second one. The Sega one was blood, blood all the way. Mm. The Sega one, you needed a code to unlock the blood, yeah. Were you a Nintendo guy or a Sega guy? I was a Nintendo guy, but I had a Game Gear. Oh my God. So I got Mortal Kombat on the Game Gear. You must have just hated yourself. Just torn up inside. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Game Gear. I didn't tell links. I know you did. We mentioned that constantly. <laughs> Many times. Oh, I didn't have a Sega, but I was more of a Sega game because I liked the speed of Sonic and I liked his can-do attitude. Uh-huh. That being said, in general, the Mario games are better. That's true. That's yeah. very true. All right. The, the Sonic games, essentially, you could play maybe the first 10 levels. Mm. You just hold the control pad to the right and just run yep. and you'd finish the level. Sometimes you get stuck in a thing that spins you really fast and shoots you. Yep. And that helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why can't they get that character right, Mason? Why can't they be true to Sonic? Yeah, the Sonic we all know and love. The Sonic we have in our hearts. That's right. Hmm. Anyway. What are we talking about? Um, Hugh Jackman also revealed that he was supposed to have a His brief... Abs? Oh. Yes. <laughs> he was supposed to have a brief cameo as Wolverine. This must have been at a time when studios weren't really fussed about kind of crossing yeah, over yeah, these yeah, kind yeah. of things. Uh-huh. Because also, and on, I mentioned this, I think, in that commentary track we did recently, Bandcamp dot something, that <laughs> <laughs> he... That's, Spider-Man turns up in a deleted scene in the X-Men. Yes. As a goof. As a goof, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not actually Tobey Maguire, but it's a guy in the suit. Right, right, right. Um, Jackman actually showed up to film in New York, but that was scrapped when the crew couldn't get access to the Wolverine costume. Hey, we're trying to get access to the Wolverine costume over here. Forget about it. Yeah. Beat it, Jackman. Get in one of them yellow cabs and hightail <laughs> it over the Brooklyn Bridge. We need a Wolverine costume. <laughs> New York style. <laughs> Oh, I'm really enjoying that. I was hesitant to do the New York accent, but now I've got it real good. I'm having fun with it. So, yeah, but I think if you have him turn up in the movie, right, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be better to have him not in the costume? Yeah. Because it would be weird if just Wolverine turned up and was in the costume. In the full X-Men, the, le- the black leather X-Men And just costume. stood around. Yeah, yeah. He'd have to... If he's not going to team up... Yeah. What's the point? Beat it. Yeah, yeah. New if York he's showing style. Up re- if he's, yeah. <laughs> if he's going to show up in the, the battle armor... He'd yeah. better be doing some battling, yeah, right? You know it. But if, but if he's just wearing regular clothes, he'd just be like, "No, I don't have time for this. I'm gonna go." Don't I got think. some cigars to smoke. Exactly. And, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All right, Mason. Well, that's all the trivia for Spider-Man One. Uh-huh. I think it did a lot of good stuff for comic book movies. I think um, I liked that it had a kind of comic book tone, even uh-huh. though maybe the tone wasn't dead on yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way through. But it was a good time for something when mm-hmm. it happened, and I was glad it came out. So you're giving it worst movie ever. <laughs> I have to give it. I am though. I would give it best movie ever because it did a lot for the time. Yeah, all right. You're going to give it. I'm glad it exists, but worst movie ever. Yep, sure. Next up, Mason, Spider-Man Three. Great. No, let's actually do a matter. No, okay. Do you want to? No, it doesn't matter. I don't mind. Let's do three. Alright, let's do three. I have to skip down a mic. No, it'll it'll ruin. No, no, I don't mind. It's not logically right. Okay, cool. Let's do it now. My first fact for Spider-Man Three is is the sequel to Spider-Man Two, or is it? I got Spider-Man Three. First fact is dumb. Because it is it dumb. It is dumb. It's real dumb. Now, I remember seeing this at the time and just being, walking out going, what What was that? Mm-hmm, yeah. I also, but I remember that was also at the time when I started looking at Rotten Tomato scores and had like 68 and I'm like, oh, this might not be very good. Uh-huh, yeah. And my God, it was not very good. Mm, absolutely. I've said this before, there's elements that are good. Yep. Sandman is good. Yep. William H. Macy, whatever his name is. <laughs> What's the guy who plays Sandman? 
Oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church. He worked Ned out for like from Ned and Stacey. Yeah, he worked out for like sixteen months for that or something ridiculous. How would you, if you had to describe how he worked out, like based on sixteen months, how how would you say he worked out? New York style. New York style, like a mad dog. <laughs> like a mad dog. But like, he was great in that, and he signed on before reading the script because he had so much faith in the, in the films or whatever because off the, the back of Spider-Man 2 which uh-huh. we talked about right we went through that yeah we did yeah, 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 yeah. you know so um, I mean like he's great mm-hmm. Venom incredibly miscast yes and I Topher Grace is fine I'm, we've uh-huh. talked about this yeah, we, yeah but, exactly yeah but like it, it, I, I guess they wanted a physical opposite number yeah but you don't want a physical you want somebody who is bigger yeah and more threatening yeah just even without the costume. That's it. Exactly. He was just kind of a weird, creepy character to put in. And there's the bit where he just kind of leaps about, where, where it's like, at the start, he's kind of friendly with everybody, and he's just kind of a bit of a kind of creep. And then in the end, he's like, dear God, I pray that Peter Parker gets murdered. Right, 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 yeah. Uh, it's, all, it's all very... It's one of those moments, and I know you're a fan of this in movies, where the villain becomes insane for no reason. Right, exactly, yeah. Every other Spider-Man villain in those movies, regardless of what you think of those films, there is logical steps towards right, them becoming exactly, what yeah. they are, uh-huh. except for him. Right. There's also the fact that the Venom symbiote turns up out of nowhere. Out of, spi- out of outer space. Again, this is on my YouTube channel. Yes. <laughs> but, and, it run, and, it, and it runs into the, the only guy in the world with superpowers. Yes. And gives him more superpowers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. What was I going to say about that? You loved it. Yeah, I loved it. That's certainly it. <laughs> Um, but I remember you saying never, though, never, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't hate this more than the other ones. No, like I do hate it more than the other okay, ones. Okay, yeah. We never really get a good look at Venom. No. It's, it's all, he's always in the shadows and yeah. kind of creeping about. Yeah. We never, get, we never get a really solid shot of him just tearing something up with his jaws. Yeah. Like that. But I th- when I think Venom, I think those, those crazy fake... The sweet jaws. Yeah, the sweet jaws. We never yeah, see yeah. that happen, yeah. Also in the comics, doesn't he often pull his mouth back and you see... The face of whoever's yes, wearing the suit do. underneath. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever think that happened at any point. No, it sort of pulls back a bit, and you can see sort of webbing, webbing it, sort of attachments to his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. But it's it's just a bizarre movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like obviously, it suffers from villain overload. Mm-hmm. And I've, again, I've said this before: if you cut Venom out of that movie and you make it a Sandman story, yep. that suddenly is a pretty good film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, except for the dancing. Mm. I've and I've said this before as well, I think that I think maybe Sam Raimi put Venom in to ruin it for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Cuz he was against it, he was against it, he was against it, and then all of a sudden they put him in. Yeah. And I think they was Marvel must have said or somebody must have said, "Hey, look, all the research says Venom is the best character." People love him. Yeah. Love him I got a fact about him. that, yeah. Uh, look, and, originally and, sorry, and I was going to say that he he maybe just put him in and went okay I'm I'm gonna kill him at the end yep and then nobody else can use him ha 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 ha, ha. Sam Raimi out because they were and then ble- Ted Raimi's like Ted Raimi out and everyone's like shut up Ted Raimi yeah You're go back shit. to Hercules the legendary journeys or whatever you were in Sea <laughs> Quest was he in Sea Quest I don't know Star- he probably was Quest. Star Quest yeah. Stargate I loved Sea Quest at the time yeah me too Roy Schneider or Schneider whatever yep. his name is Roy Schneider Blue Lightning yes. Remember that one? No. It's about the helicopter. And Bruce, Roy Blue Schneider's Thunder. got Blue, Blue Thunder. Thunder. You got me. Yeah. 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 You know your Roy Scheider movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, yeah, Sam Raimi said he was opposed to having Venom. And I remember saying him that at the time. And then, because he claimed he hated Venom's lack of humanity, uh-huh. which is a good point. But the producer, Avi Arad, who's still the producer, mm-hmm. convinced him to include the character because of the strong worldwide following. And Raimi apparently eventually came to appreciate the character. Ha! Which is not true. Not at all. 
had him explode. Exploded him at the end. Yeah. No trace. Yeah. No way of coming back. I remember when I saw that at the cinema, you saw his skeleton when he exploded. You do, yeah, yeah. But yeah. going back and watching that again, that just that scene, you don't see his skeleton. So maybe they so we, we both had a group hallucination. Yes. Do you think maybe we saw it at the same cinema? Maybe there was a very there was like a rogue Banksy of the of the cinematic world, and he went in and he he hand drew a skeleton onto that frame. <laughs> it's very. And now possible. we've been going around telling people we see the skeleton, but there and now we have skeleton. this amazing platform that reaches potentially billions of people, mm-hmm. and we're just spreading lies. Yeah, to billions of people. <laughs> Now, you know the scene where Spider-Man punches through Sandman's chest? By the way, all that sand a lot of the time, it's like ground-up corn. Huh. So, yeah, because apparently sand to work with is incredibly dangerous. Sand doesn't look like sand. No. Well, that's right, because the corn looks very good on Sand looks like cats. (laughs) So, you've got to grind up some corn. And cats stick to walls. Exactly. Yeah. Um, You know how he punches through Sandman's chest? I remember that. That was actually an amputee by the name of Baxter Humby, who who did that particular scene thing. Hang on, where was he amputated from? Oh, he wasn't actually amputated, so I've got that wrong here. Conge- congenital amputee, so born without an arm. Oh. Or born without one arm. So, that's pretty incredible. I mean, I think that's oh, so a great... he was he in the Spider-Man costume? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they did the punch and then... Interesting. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, that's kind of practical kind of stuff I love, Mason. Mm, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Also, there's that weird scene where Sad Man goes into the, the thing and the... Sad Man. Sad I was a sad man. That's my power. Watching Spider Man three, you know when he goes into the big nuclear turbine, whatever, yeah. and they're like, which is always a great idea. Yeah, and they're like, it's just a bird. Don't worry about it. Mm. And then, and this is, I think that's in a how it should have ended video, but uh-huh. you would check to see if that was really. You a definitely, bird. you'd have a camera in there, probably. You probably would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we're not scientists, though. Correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now the union between Venom and Sandman originally had Venom just offering Sandman cash to save his daughter, because if you remember, there was a Sandman sick daughter scene. Yeah, I remember. It was that. like, I love your daughter. Why are you so sick for? Just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Forget about it, you know? <laughs> but during the battle, Sandman's daughter um, would come and tell her father that she could not be killed and was going to die and wanted her father to die a good man, even though he'd killed a lot of people up to that point. Sure, he sure had. Including Uncle Ben, ben Parker. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Whoopsie. Yeah, yeah. Do you know uh, Harry's lab in that? You know, he's, got, he's called New Goblin, though he's Ugh. never referred to as New Goblin. No. I think Spider-Man calls him Goblin Jr. at one point. Ugh. Remember how Peter Parker, at the height of his badness, well, first of all, he, he, he punches Mary Jane. But there's yep. also another... Also scene. the dance sequence, which is arguably much worse. <laughs> no, it's clearly <laughs> not worse. Before you send it in emails, I know. The jazz bar scene. You know the bit, the jazz bar, where Peter Parker's playing piano? When yep. It's a weird scene. Yes. That took two weeks to film. Right. Unnecessary. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, yeah, in, in Harry's lab, there's the Green Goblin mask. At what mask point there. during that two week shoot do you go, hey, this is shit. This is a waste of time. This will look, <laughs> hey, we'll look, this will look real dumb. Maybe let's take the second week off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the height of emo hair as well. Tom McGuire yeah, looks yeah. real weird with emo hair. Mm. Well, anybody does. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah. dyed it black as well? Or? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, there's a Hobgoblin mask in there from the comics. So there you go. So maybe he considered other costumes before setting on a, settling on a ski mask. Yeah, yeah. Which is some a goggles, weird yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So an orange. So it's orange. Yeah, apparently. I have not seen this. Me neither. And we'll never know. I'm going to Google it while you talk. Other okay, things. sure. see if this is real. Sam Raimi was also the first director at the time to helm all three installments of a superhero franchise. Uh, at that time, Brian Singer had only made two X-Men movies. Now yep. he's doing three. Tim Burton only had done two Batman movies. Uh, Christopher Nolan is second... 
with his uh, Dark Knight trilogy. That's obviously came uh, a few years later. Uh-huh. So there, there you go. So that was pretty unheard of at the time. Mm. Um, originally, Sam Raimi, something about Venom, said that before. The, sp- <laughs> the first Spider-Man film, which the main villain Sandman, actually survives at the end of the film. That is, of course, until The Amazing Spider-Man. Right, Spoiler right. alert, if you haven't seen that movie from 2012. <laughs> it was also rumoured. This is really interesting. Yeah, but you're looking up a thing. Did you? No, find no, it? I'm I'm listening to your Did interesting you find thing. It? No, no. Uh, th- well, there is. I'd love there's to this know. one, and it's just sort of a. See, there's the green goblin mask, and there's a more more a silvery gobliny mask. Yeah, maybe that's it. Is maybe that, that it? That is it. Maybe. Yeah, it might be. Mm, it's not very hobgobliny, is it? No. Well, maybe the internet has lied to us yet again. Oh, it was a gold goldy kind of looking one. Yeah, that's, that's probably it. it. That's probably it. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So it's just not green... impressed. It's the same one. It's recolored. Yeah. <laughs> Now, it was also rumoured, you know, John Jameson, who nearly marries uh, Mary Jane Parker. Star Wolf, sure. Star Wolf, yes. <laughs> when did he become Star Wolf? In the 80s. Sure. Yeah. He, uh, he was originally was going to marry Mary Jane Watson in the second Spider-Man movie, if you recall, which we talked about. Yep. Not as of yet, unless you jumped ahead and then you went back to this. People may have. Maybe. Nobody's I told you there'd be continuity issues. I bloody <laughs> told you. <laughs> you did. Mm. Good thing there's no rules here, man. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to stop me? Nobody. That's this right. Is a, this is like a Pulp Fiction situation. We're doing it out of sequence. But once you get to the end, you'll be like, oh, that was clever. It, well, they really tied that together. Yeah, absolutely. We're dickheads, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> the sooner everyone realizes it, the better. Now, uh, John Jameson was originally going to make a reappearance because he is an astronaut. It is mentioned in the second movie. Yep. And he was going to unknowingly... Bring back the, the Venom symbiote, which makes total sense. Total sense, more sense than what happened. Exactly, which was nothing. <laughs> Here's another one that will blow your mind. That you know what? Just get that act. You know what you could do? Just get the actor. Yep. Make a short film about that. Put it on YouTube. Sorry, blip. <laughs> Vimeo. Put it on Vimeo, and then just. Like, like a, one of the Marvel one-shots. Absolutely. And then that would solve all the continuity issues, and I'd be slightly happier <laughs> about that movie and life in general. Sure. Well, you know, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say immediately. Something about Star Wolf? Nah. Uh, I'll fine. come back to it. doesn't matter. Who cares? Okay. It's crap. Great. Actually, there was a, this isn't it, but there was, there's a test footage for the other symbi- symbiote suit, uh-huh. which was very much like the original one. Yep. No kind of raised webbing on it. Uh-huh. Just black and slick. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but they didn't end up going with that. Right. It looked kind of interesting, but it, uh, something black and slick is kind of hard to do in, in real life yeah, without I looking real weird. Yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. You I know? know? I know. You yeah. know. Originally. Hello. The butler, Bill Pullman. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Bill Paxton's father was going to be an illusion of Harry's representing right. his good side. So on one side, you got his father like, Harry, I'm in a mirror. Yeah. Be a goblin. And the, <laughs> and the butler's like, boo. Yep. Or whatever. Even um, this one million points to Gryffindor. <laughs> we got to do a Harry Potter episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing it. Okay. Not next week. Nah. Take us ten years to watch those movies Ugh, again. Ugh. Even though um, this uh, this would have cleared up a massive plot hole. That being the butler explaining to Harry that his father's wounds were were his father's own doing. Right. So that would have cleared up a lot. Yes. But then again, it's also weird going, your butler's imaginary. Mm, yeah. Or not. I don't know. And also, it could have been a, uh, a solution solved with a post-it note on the fridge. <laughs> just put it Just put it on. Even if you don't have time to, to tell it to him in person, just put it on the fridge. Hey, father's put, wounds are self-inflicted. Party on. Party on, dude. <laughs> so that's pretty much all I have to I say. I left some caviar in the fridge. <laughs> the rich man's... Spatchcock. What's that? It's like a... Like a 
bird. Like a hen. Because I'm such a man of the common people. Cornish game hen, yes. Oh, no, I know what that is. Okay. I eat them every day. I know. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty much it, mate, so for yeah. Spider-Man 3. Hang on, you were saying something about being a man of the people? No. No, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. No. Don't leave it in. Let's go back to Spider-Man 2, Mason. Unless okay. you have anything else to say about Spider-Man 3, which is the Batman and Robin of Spider-Man movies. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Though, Josh Wilding, uh, editor at comicbookmovie.com, said The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the Batman and Robin of comic book movies. Huh. He's great as well, Josh Wilding. He comes up with great headings and stuff. He's a good dude. I like him. Anyway, go on. No, was I saying that. it or was you saying? No, you, you were saying, mate. I was saying you was You was saying it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's, do you want to jump down to Spider-Man 2? Some, you know what? We've saved the best for last, right? This is the best one? I believe so. Spider-Man 2? By the okay. way, Spider-Man 3, obviously worst movie ever. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Didn't add anything <laughs> new to the table. Ridiculous. <laughs> Tobey Maguire's agent for Spider-Man 2 asked for $25 million or 10% of the gross. I just, when you said Tobey Maguire's agent, I just imagined him as Bruce Campbell. <laughs> sure. That would be good, right? That would be amazing. Yep. He'd be the best agent. He'd really go in a bat for you, wouldn't he? I think so. Just like Burn Notice. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Or 10% of the gross. Whichever was better, this was denied because that is ridiculous. Absolutely, it is. It was so ridiculous. 10% of the gross, that's insane. Yeah, that movie made a shit ton of money. I don't have the exact numbers, but... That could be $100 million. It could be $100 billion. Wow. It's not. No, that's a large amount of money. I've said a ridiculous thing there. Tobey Maguire's participation was actually in doubt because he was suffering from severe back pains. Mm -hmm. Some people think that maybe he played that up or his agents played that up to try and get more money out of them. Right, right, right. But while that was happening, Jake Gyllenhaal, they were lining him up to take over the role. Interesting, yeah. And he'd already begun preparation. The rich man's Tobey Maguire. I believe so. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Maguire decided to um, take the part after all, which he would. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. What else are you doing? That was also... um, parodied in Entourage where Vinny Chase takes could on could do Ac- the movie and then he couldn't do the movie then well, he could do the movie this is a very rare situation where Vinny didn't end up doing the movie well he didn't do the movie because he did Aquaman yep. and then he was contracted to do Aquaman 2 but then he found out that Michael Bay was directing it not Maritime James Cameron that's, <laughs> that's amazing thank you you, you would have had no, no idea that I was going to bring that up mm. and you just nailed that thank you good work Comedy Gold. Victory The Weeklyplanet.com or yep. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have the weeklyplanet.com. We in certainly fact, don't. While you talk, I'm going to look it up and see what it is. I've looked it up. It's nothing that it's we not, can tell. Oh, it, it is. It's so much porn. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Basically, um, what was I saying? Something about Vinny Chase. Yeah. Vinny Ch- yeah, he, he was he was Aquaman and then in, in, the, in the show, why am I talking about this? But, you uh, love Entourage. I sure You're looking do. forward to that movie. So much. Yeah. But, uh, and, and then they, he was going to do part two, but then he found out that James Cameron was going to do it and Michael Bay came on board and he flipped out and the studio cut him and they got in Jake Gyllenhaal. Right, okay. So it was, they were kind of parodied that. Um, however, according to the DVD commentary, there's a my back joke in the movie where Peter falls from the roof. Uh-huh. And he lands on the car. It's right. a brutal fall as well. Uh-huh. Great scene. And they say that um, that was written into the script. Before um, Maguire's problem arose. So that's interesting. Mm. I feel like I should have left that one out. No, so, <laughs> so no it, was, it, was a, it was a piece of trivia that foretold the future. Did. So, there right. you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, first appearance of Kurt Connors. Mentioned in part one. Yep. Seen in part two. Was opposed to, supposed to take on a lizard. We'll talk about that a bit yeah, later. Yeah. But something, something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original title for the second spin. Why they, I don't know why, why they wrote it like that. Was The Amazing Spider-Man. Which I think would have been a better title for the film, but it probably would have confused people. Yep. It was actually, and there was another title they were going to go for, which was The Amazing Spider-Man Rise of Electro. That's not true. You're talking lies. I am. 
All right, uh, Chris Cooper. You're familiar with Chris Cooper? He plays uh, Norman Osborn in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, yep. Uh, he was originally considered for the role of Dr. Octopus. Hmm. Instead, we've got Freddie Molina. Yeah. Hmm. Alfred Molina. Freddie Molina. <laughs> Great. Oh, by the way, at the time, I haven't talked about this. What did you think of Spider-Man 2? I remember enjoying it the most. Yeah. There was the great, I think there was the great teaser trailer where uh, Peter and Mary Jane are sitting in a cafe. They're having a little heart-to-heart. Peter doesn't love her anymore. She feels distraught. And then all of a sudden, a car gets flung through the window. Amazing. That was great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That blew my mind. I think, like, creatively, that's Spider-Man 2 was the the best one for action sequences. For me, um, that that train scene at the end still, I think, is the best Spider-Man like stunt sequence. Absolutely, or maybe even one of the best comic book movie stunt sequences. You're probably right. Yeah. Wolverine did the train. Yeah, yeah. But I think the Spider-Man one's better. He trumped it. But it just keeps it keeps like escalating that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's incredible. Mm-hmm. But there's also the bit where he takes the mask off and they're like, "Don't worry, Spider-Man. We're New York. We love you. Don't, yeah, exactly. We won't, we won't yeah, tell yeah, no yeah. one. Yeah. Those kids. Those are... really undercut those films for me. Yeah. They really. Sure. They really take it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, the kids in that, actually, who hand him back the mask, they're Tobey Maguire's half-brothers. Huh. There you go. Did they work out like mad dogs for the role? You bet they had to, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, here's some other people who were considered for the role of Norman Osborn. I'm ready. I mean, Dr. Octoman. Great. John Travolta. Not really. Good. Robert De Niro. That one's real. He, wow, he's being... He's being... Wow. Bandied around. But for all sorts of things. Yeah, okay. Sure. Sam Neill. He would have been great. Yep, I would have liked Sam Neill. I thought that yeah. I thought I remember reading a rumor about that at the time mm-hmm. when the internet was in its early years. Yeah, um, David Duchovny, I guess. No, not Probably unless young. not unless he's using the the octopus tentacles to aid in his sex addiction. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sure. That's a that's a sex addict's dream, really, isn't it? Mm, absolutely, <laughs> tentacles. Uh, Lee Schreiber. Ah, uh, no, I don't see it. Sure, Ed Harris. Yes. Wait. Yeah. No. All right. Yeah. That's uh, definitive. It's powerful stuff. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know the alley where Peter Parker dumps his Spider-Man suit, which is actually a reference to a Spider-Man comic called Spider-Man. I'm not Spider-Man anymore. Yeah, I remember that. I can't one. remember what it's called, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's supposed to be the same. Take a al- hike, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> that's supposed to be the same alley uh, where he kisses MJ upside down. Also, that upside down kissing scene incredibly difficult to film. Yeah, yeah. Because water was pouring down Sp- uh, Tobey Maguire's nose. Irritating. Yeah, and it yeah. nearly killed him. Huh. Not really. In the novelization... That's also the alleyway where uh, Bruce Wayne's parents were killed. And also the alleyway where Captain America gets beat up. Yeah, and it's also the alleyway in Singing in the Rain where the guy's hanging off the, the lamppost. He's like, hey, <laughs> sure is raining a lot. Yeah, yeah. In the novelization, there are a few changes, including, you know, the bit where Spider-Man takes his uniform back from Jonah Jameson? Yep. Jonah, he's, he's listening to Jonah Jameson's monologue about how if only Spider-Man was here, whatever. Also, Jonah Jameson is apparently secretly upset that Spider-Man is gone because he sells papers. Right. Like right, a mad dog. Yeah. So, True, you know. Yeah. Uh, also in the novelization, what kills Dr. Octopus is when he drowns his experiment, that sun that he created superheats the water, boiling him alive. He also, goes, he also goes blind by staring into the eye of the ball energy without his protective goggles. And the tentacles claimed to be afraid that the end had come for them. Was it made clear in that movie that those tent- tentacles were, were sentient? Yeah, I think they were artificially intelligent. Because yeah. Yeah. he had the, the chip on his yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was worried the chip was going to take him over. Yeah, yeah. And then they did. No, the chip was to prevent... Oh, that's right. Prevento. Ta- prevento. Yeah, yeah. Do you, prevento if da- chip. do you reckon if David Duchovny had those sex arms, he wouldn't have the chip? He'd take that chip uh, out. Yeah, he'd be like... He'd be like... Hey, Anything tentacle. goes, man. Hey, tentacles, do what you like. <laughs> oh. 
Michael uh, Chambon proposed script had several major changes from the final product. Which Wait, Michael Chambon or Michael Chabon? Chabon. C H A B O N. Yeah, yeah. You know he him? he uh, wrote the Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, What's which that? is a sort of a coming of age no- novel about ah. uh, about uh, kids and superheroes and stuff. You should have saved that for what are we going to get today? To let's write? pretend that I'm thinking of that one. <laughs> okay, okay, let's sure. do that. That's going to be mine. Done. Doc Ock. So, which would this... I didn't know he did superhero movie. Apparently so. Type punch up. But his uh, proposed script had well proposed script. Yep. Had several major changes um, that would have better explained certain plot points. Doc Ock created the spider that bit Spider-Man. Uh, too convenient. Don't like it. Sure. Uh, he's roughly the same age as Peter. Don't like it. Uh, wants to go on a date with Mary Jane. I get that. Do you get it even though you don't like Kirsten Dunst? Uh, I think that she was very cute in Spider-Man 1. Yep. And less so, less and less endearing as the series progressed. Fair point. Yeah. A lot of people say that. But that's not, thing. I don't think that's a lot to do with her. I think that's a lot to do with how she was written. Uh, Peter losing his powers is also not caused by lack of confidence. Uh-huh. This, one, this one I do not like. Yeah, yeah. But Ock giving him an inhibitor chip that slowly drains his power. Mm, no. How does that work? I don't know, exactly. Magic. Probably. Hollywood yeah, magic. yeah, yeah. This is also the only Spider-Man film, and I'm I'm not counting... It is the only Spider-Man film, correct. (laughs) I'm not counting The Amazing Spider-Man 2 uh, in this. The only Spider-Man film without a funeral scene at the end. Yeah. I told you they were a bit of a downer. They sure are. And I've also got here... Another superhero film that ends with a funeral at the end. Probably a lot, but not all... X-Men 3. Yeah, okay. But not all the X-Men films, right? No. Yeah. Come on, Spider-Man creators. Superman... Where he kills that guy in the bar at the end of Superman 2. Oh, he just punches a hole through his face, yeah. <laughs> I've also got here, that train bit was cool. That's my own fact, though, out of that one. That is a good fact, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Love that train bit. Mm. All right, Mason, now, this is where we'd normally maybe move on to the Spider-Man reboot. Uh-huh. But, in actual fact, Mason, there was a Spider-Man movie that was proposed before Spider-Man rebooted. <laughs> Spider-Man 4? That's right, Mason. There was a Spider-Man 4, set to be due out... 2011. Oh, so it's out now. We should get it on DVD. That's right. Grab it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going to do this one. It was going to be... HD, sta- DVD. You know it. Mm. There was going to be this one, and then they were going to do another two. Uh, now, Tobey Maguire, um, and I think I've mentioned this to this before, you two this before, and Kirsten Dunst were going to get $30 million each for this, apparently. Wow. The budget was... was uh, Sam Raimi wanted $300 million, but was only going to be given $30 million. No, sorry. <laughs> can't That's be right. not right at all. <laughs> They want to, look, I want $300 million. Well, we'll give you this uh, garbage can and a stick. Because <laughs> that $30 million is going yeah. to Maguire. And we'll give you, uh, we'll give you a Spider-Man t-shirt. <laughs> it's it's grey and it's got a picture of Spider-Man on it, but that is Tobey Maguire's costume. <laughs> there was also uh, talk at the time that uh, Dylan Baker was going to step up to be the lizard. Mm-hmm. Though producer Avi Arad was not cool with this. Maybe because... I'm cool, man, he said in a statement. That's what he said. Yeah. Because I think um, maybe he wasn't a big enough actor. That might have had something to do with it. I thought he was great as the Lizard or the Kurt Connors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But maybe he wasn't but the I mean, draw card. That's weird. Like Alfred... No, but nobody's going to Spider-Man 2 to see Alfred Molina. No. Right? Well, that's a really good point, Mason. And Thomas I mean, Hayden... Nobody's going to Spider-Man 3 for Thomas Hayden Church. I wasn't. No, but I mean, he was great in Sideways. He sure was. He was well, great that's as why, Ned and Ned and Stacey. That's sure. why he was cast, Sideways. Yeah. To get a promotion, he needed a wife. To so get right? a life, she needed Ned's apartment. Never watched it. No. What the hell? They up and got married. Did they? Yeah. And then did it all work out in the end? Or uh, one of them I can't the remember. Other? Uh, the, the, the final season... Clearly, they got 
they, they decided the formula wasn't working, so they bought a cupcake shop. What? I don't know. That's what they should have done for Spider-Man 4. Yeah. And then they all bought a cupcake shop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rival cupcake shops. Ooh. So, yeah. Bruce Campbell... Parker versus Osborne. <laughs> Bruce Campbell was said to have a more significant role in the film as well, Ooh. which would have been nice, because as you know, we haven't talked about this, but Bruce Campbell has a little cameo in each one. Mm. Spider-Man 1, he's the ring announcer when Spider-Man beats up that wrestler who's now dead in real life. Yep. Spider-Man 2, he stops Peter Parker from going into... He's the, the snooty theatre usher. Snooty theatre usher. But in, in another, um, I think, in another version of the film, he webs the guy's foot to the floor and then catches the end of it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Hmm. Spider-Man 3, he is the snooty waiter. Snooty waiter. But it's kind of less snooty because he's on board with he's Peter Parker. He's a helpful snooty waiter. Helpful snooty waiter. John... No, sorry. Let me start that again. Ben Kingsley was going to be the vulture. Uh-huh. Good. But then uh, John Malkovich was cast, who, as we mentioned, was also going to be good, Green yeah. Goblin. So, mm-hmm. yeah, any of those have been great. John Malkovich would make a I killer I get the sense villain. that maybe John Malkovich went back in time, or he's going to in a few years, to the 60s, and he met Stan Lee and made such an impression that Stan Lee started creating villains that looked exactly like him. <laughs> that explains a lot. Yes. Goblin, yeah. vulture. Tobey Maguire. John Malkovich man. Yep. <laughs> Lesser known. Anne Hathaway um, was also going to be up, was up for a while. I think she was actually cast. Well, before that, she was also rumoured to be, or might have been, the Vultress, which is like a sidekick to the Vulture. Yeah, there is. And maybe she became the Black Cat later in it, but that was... There is a female, there was a female Vulture at one point in the comics, so that's probably it. Makes sense. Not an old lady. It would be nice if there was the Vulture and then old lady Vulture, (laughs) like his wife. And she's just always following him around. Just a real hag? Yeah, just a real hag, yeah. Sure. But a nice hag, yeah. Now, this obviously fell through for a number of reasons, but I've got the Sam Raimi quote here uh-huh. for what actually happened. Because people say that it had to do with that he wanted to, they wanted him to churn it out too quickly and he didn't agree with the 3D and a whole bunch of stuff. But this is what he actually said. Uh-huh. Ready for this? Yes. I'm going to read this. And you know how this always goes. Yep. Poorly. Yes. Okay. Now, maybe this is your time Doubt to it. shine. As long as there's no weird words in there. It was... Uh, it. Good start. Great. It really was the most amicable and undramatic of breakups, Sam Raimi said. Hmm. It was simply that we had a deadline and I couldn't get the story to work on a level that I wanted it to work. He was very unhappy with Spider-Man 3 and he wanted to make Spider-Man 4 make it end on a high note and have it be the best Spider-Man of all. Hmm. What do you think the chances of that are? Slim. Sure. To none. I like Sam No, Raimi, actually, but... no. It is quite a good chance. If they gave to, him... All you have to do is beat two. Sure. That's exactly it. And you know what? If they gave him... More say, more power. Yeah, yeah. I think he could have done that. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3 is crippled by way too much involvement. Yeah, too many yeah. cooks spoil the Spider-Man broth. Mm-hmm. What has Spi- Sam Raimi... Sam Ra- I'll start again. What has Sam Raimi done since that? He did the... the... I was the Great and Powerful. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which I really enjoy. A lot of people don't like that movie. Mm. But I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't gone back to it since I saw it, but it was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I went in going, uh, this is apparently not very good. Really enjoyed it. Love Zach Braff in it as well. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Zach Braff's new trailer? The one he lives in? Yes. No. No, no, because he's doing he's got, doing his follow-up movie. Ah, to um, not Garden State, but the one after Garden State. No, he's follow-up. He's only directed Garden State. Oh, it's yeah, his directorial yeah. follow Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Right. Looks very whimsical. In case you're wondering. Love, love, Did you whimsical. think it wasn't going to be? Whimsical is probably not the word I would choose. Kind of... Big bunch of wank. Big bunch of wank. I like Garden <laughs> Me State. Me too. Yeah, I still, yeah. I still like. I haven't watched it in a while, but I still like Garden sure. State. Sure. I don't good. care what anybody says. Do you care what I say? No. <laughs> Basically, um, but Sam Raimi says he couldn't get the script together for Spider-Man Four uh-huh. due to his own failings, and he said to Sony, "Look, I don't want to make a movie that's less than great." Well, well, <laughs> well. He is. He, did you watch Drag Me to Hell as well? Yes, that was great. Mm. I thought so. Yeah, Parts yeah. of it. 
unnecessary CGI parts though. Mm. Anyway, kind of a freaky movie though. That could have been Vulture's wife. They could have got that woman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I think we shouldn't make this picture. He said, go ahead with your reboot, which you've been planning anyway. So obviously that the same... That sounds condescending. Well, go ahead with your little reboot. <laughs> your, your smug pricks. Your little, your little... Go ahead with your little spider skits. That's fine. <laughs> Enjoy that. Have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. So obviously at the time, they were obviously weighing up their options. Mm. And it came out that they wanted to do kind of a school-age kind of Spider-Man. So Tobey Maguire dropped out because it was 34 at the time yeah, yeah. And, and whatever, whatever. Amy Pascal, who was a Sony... Sony chairman said look thank you thank you for not wasting the studio's money and i appreciate your candor so they basically they left on the best of terms mm-hmm. because they said that's the best thing for the fans and the good name of spider-man and sony so mm. i guess that's that's a nice way if you're going to end that's how you're going to do it yeah, yeah. that's left the door open for spider-man 4 in the future i think absolutely go back to that yeah <laughs> so yeah go back to go. that well sure yeah now mason what did you think of spider-man four Two. all right four uh, oh, we didn't, we didn't... Yeah, what do you think? Spider-Man 2, best or worst yeah, movie? Yeah, let's go with best movie ever. All right, man. Yeah. Okay, good. You've done it. Pretty, pretty much just for the taxi through the window yep. sequence, yeah. Done. And, the, yeah, the train bit. I'm going to say also best movie ever. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to say for Spider-Man 4, I, I don't know, because I haven't seen it. I'm going to say potentially best movie ever, because it was probably going to be better than 2. Fair point. Yep. All right, now, Mason. I know we were going to talk about The Amazing Spider-Man, just to let people know... That we're not we're only going to talk about this briefly because we've done the commentary track on it as I've mentioned mm. on Bandcamp, um, the weeklyplanet.bandcamp.com. You can line it up with the Amazing Spider-Man and watch it through because that's where Mason gives his first opinions on Amazing Spider-Man. Because famously, well, not famously, some people know that you haven't Infamously, seen that. Infamously, <laughs> no. So yeah, absolutely check that out. I mean, for those people who aren't going to download it, which is absolutely fine. Why would you? Would you want to give your, your quick thoughts on Amazing Spider-Man 2? Amazing Spider-Man? There's so many Spider-Man movies. I know, right? They're wrapped up in my head like a web of crap. Mm. What do you got there? Tweets. Okay. At replies. <laughs> sure. Uh, actually, we've got one from here from a gentleman whose name I can't pronounce. Great. Uh, N-T-A-B-U-Y-E Paul. Natabue Paul? Sure. Can we still hope for a Weekly Planet pod- podcast this week, guys? We're recording it right now. Get off our backs. No, no, it's coming. It'll be out soon. Yeah. It will be. Yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. listening to this, then yes, yeah. that has happened. If not, then somehow this was destroyed. <laughs> That's right. What was your question? My question was, what did you think of The Amazing Spider-Man? It was good. Yeah. It was. And, uh, I'm and, surprised how much yeah. you, you liked it. Uh, are we, we going to talk about Bandcamp, the, the commentary? And we're talking about... Do we know? Yeah, I know we're talking about just, it right now. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying in more, in more detail. Um, yeah. Is this the promo bit? Are we promoing? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Look, I, I thought that... It starts out with a lot of promise. Yep. It seems like it's going against the tropes of a lot of superhero films. Yeah. Uh, and then towards the end, it sort of just falls into the superhero cliches. It's a real tropesicle. It's a real tropesicle. Yeah. 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 It's a real tropeberg. Yeah. Yeah. I think that movie has flashes of brilliance, sort yeah, yeah. of, but it suffers from also, I feel like I've seen it a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, but I would say that the charm of the lead sort of. Yeah. Carries it towards the end. Absolutely. I think probably. And I think that's a lot to do with the, the new, most recent one as well. Mm. Okay. Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone really carry that yeah. movie. Also, I hate the costume. It's awful. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember you saying, you saw pictures of it and you're like, what are people complaining about or whatever? Ah, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. 
And then but that was the Amazing Spider-Man two costume. Ah, the one I've seen, now I've seen one, not good. Oh, I thought you saw the one on the picture and then you're like, it's okay. Then you saw it in motion. And you went, Wah! yeah, that's kind of yeah. But so, so yeah. Anyway, so yeah, if you want to go to Weekly, the Weekly Planet, yeah, please check it out. Yeah, yeah. I thought also Mason Sings as we talked about Spider-Man four this week. Maybe next week or in weeks to come, we might do an episode on cancelled comic book movies. Yeah, okay. we can't do them all at once, mm-hmm. so we'll break it into sections. We'll maybe yeah, yeah. do you know there was a Superman Lives one and and, yeah, and whatever yeah, 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 cool. we can. All right. We could talk about, but anyway. I was going to say we uh, we worked pretty hard on this new commentary. We did, Mason. And by that I mean a lot harder than I normally do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We had many trivia's. I made notes. We made notes. We watched it before in preparation. Yep. We worked out like mad dogs. I stood in front of a fire with a stick and it had a marshmallow on it. <laughs> we really bonded. We sure did. But look, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to some people. A lot of people have already downloaded this without me even putting it on Twitter. That we've it's How actually dare they? up. Get I your know. hands off it. Yeah, Do yeah. mention it. No, no I got to apologize. We only get 200 free downloads for this a month. Uh-huh. And so, it basically, if if the 200 are taken up already, it reverts to $1, right, which is right. the lowest price you can put yeah, for yeah. something. That being said, you can still play it there for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, if you do not want to donate, no pressure at yeah, all yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to quick give a quick shout out to Jesse Wheeler, John Sibbins, T.L. Elston, Joel Acklin, Jeffrey Cruz. They all gave $5. Wow, there you go. Five thank you, thank you guys. That's love it. Yeah, yeah. Sam McDonald, he gave $7. Ooh. Michael Davies, Bren Griffith gave $10. Scott Foreman and Justin Hayden, just had the baby, official baby go. of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> gave $15. Well, save you money for the baby, mate. I know, that's Come what on. I said. Yeah, I yeah, told yeah. him on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but really appreciate it, yeah, guys. Yeah. Zach Warren gave 20 But Kevin Ely, E-A-L-Y, Ely? Why not? Sure. He said he currently wins our highest donation. No, sorry. Currently, your highest donation is $40 from Kevin Ely. Yeah. So, uh, Eduardo Eddie Grado mm-hmm. said... Who gave us $45 said, tell him to choke on a royal fat one. I win. I fucking win. Because he <laughs> donated the most money. You guys are awesome. Please give Ma- Mason an inappropriate comment for me. Mason. Yes. Great dick. Thanks. Absolutely. <laughs> I, work, I work out every day like a mad dog. Uh, well, thanks everybody. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah so yeah, really, yeah. um, thank you very much, everybody who's donated. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hate to break it to Eddie though. Our highest donation is one hundred twenty dollars. So if anyone wants to beat that, is it really? No, that's really... Oh, <laughs> just trying to swim with the listeners. Ah, oh, sneaky. Yeah, yeah. Sneaky character. Again, we appreciate you listening to it, even if you don't donate. Yeah. And also, it's an ex- it's an experience good, so you don't know if it's any good until you. Until That's you right. Download it and listen so to it. maybe play it to it first, play it to yeah, see yeah. what it's like, and then if you want to donate. And donate. also, yeah, and if you want to have it on your computer, as I think I've said before, yeah. just go to your temporary internet files. Yep. Copy it out, put it on your desktop. Who's going to know? Me. Do you know? No. You get spyware. I do. Yeah, also, Trevor on Yango, he did it like in a running commentary on oh, Twitter. Oh, on Twitter while it was happening. We yeah, really yeah, appreciate great. that. I enjoyed well. that. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. You can go to his band camp and give him money. Yeah. I don't know. Nah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he has one. Nah. Is that how that works? Okay, now um, we also got an email from somebody whose name I haven't got here. Man, I'm going to look it up just quickly. Okay. Mason. Yes. Matthew Engerbritson. Oh, yeah. Engerbritson. He sent us an email, right? Yes, I'm ready. A very lovely email. A number of things that I want to bring up here. Also, I've got a few listeners claiming to be the youngest listener, including huh. James, who says he's 13. I don't know if he is or not. That's true. Maybe People can to, say anything on the He could internet. catfish us. Yeah. Don't absolutely. catfish us, James. We don't want to get catfished. No. We're very, very vulnerable to catfishing, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Blake Batters would be our previous younger listener, and now has to kill him, Highlander style. Yep, absolutely. And steal his yeah. youth. The beheading is the only way to do this. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, but basically, uh, he says, uh, 
next time you guys should do a commentary for the Watchmen Ultimate Cut, and he says, which is the runtime is 215 minutes. That's the one where they work in the animated um, oh, the, the Black, Black Freighter. Yeah, the Black Freighter. which is okay. cool. Yeah. I've never watched them together in the same movie. I watched them separately. Have you watched, we may have brought this up, have you watched the the motion, the Watchmen Emotion comic? No. Oh. I said Emotion comic there, but just Emotion comic. There are a lot of emotions I'd attached imagine. to it. Sure. But it's the one guy doing all the voices, including the girl voice. What's that like? Weird. Watch it, though. <laughs> Great. Yep. But uh, he says, you should do the Watchmen Ultimate Cut. That's if you guys have the balls. Ooh. That's in all caps. If not, then um, maybe you should do one for X-Men First Class for the upcoming X-Men Days of Future Past, which I think we should do. Or should we do the first X-Men movie? Maybe we'll throw that open to the people. Yeah, the absolutely. I would like to. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not sure because we might struggle to get that out before the movie, but mm. we'll see how we go. Yeah, yeah. You know? We enjoy doing them, sort of. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> also, We've had worse times in life, certainly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I'd like a shout-out uh, shout to his girlfriend, Bridget, who watched the Amazing Spider-Man commentary with him. Her favourite part was when Nick Mason said uh, the Peter Parkouring pun. And I hate to fucking... Hate to correct Mason, but I may have said that, or maybe I didn't. I didn't check. <laughs> Great. <laughs> People confuse us, which is not surprising. Sure. Because we both sound and look the same. That's right. Another guy emailed this week, uh, and he said that you could possibly be me and you, and that I'm a figment of your imagination and you're an incredible oh, that's really... voice. Hang on, why couldn't I be a figment of your imagination? Because you exist on Twitter, there's a picture of you. Because oh, I'm real funny point. about my uh, That's a good point. You're very, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Real, you know? yeah, you're a bit... Mm, Cuts close uh, to my chest. You're you a know? bit... Mm, and I move my hand like... Mm, that's right. Like, that's how mm. I am in real life though, man. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I hate everybody. Yeah, you got a lot of enemies. <laughs> that's right. You also managed to they attach... steal your gold. That's right. steal your pot of gold. You managed to... Uh, you mentioned the no prize for a continuity error fix. Uh-huh, yeah. He sent you a picture of the no prize. What? Uh, there it if, is. If you don't know what that is, you can check that out. Love on it. The yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Mm, official no prize. Official. I'm going to give the guy a shout-out. I just did. You're going to say shout-out? Shout-outs! <laughs> Again, I'm sorry. I can't shout-out everybody every week because, you know, all that kind of thing that I mentioned. But yeah, we do get a lot of emails now, Mason. Mm-hmm. But anyway, moving along. Joseph Alisk. Remember how uh, our normal uh, guy who does the theme songs? Yes. You're familiar with him? The yeah, Brute The Bruton? Bruce, Gabriel Bruton. He, he's sure. doing a theme song for what we read and what we're going to read, which is now the section we're going to do. Oh. But Joseph Lisk got in first. Yeah. And when, when The Brute does his theme song, we'll have a theme song showdown. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. until then... And what we're going to do, what we'll do is we'll put one on my iPad and one on your iPad. Yeah. And we'll... Listen to them together, and the winner becomes the official theme song to what you read and what you're going to read, and the other one would just snap it over our knee. <laughs> Is that really going to happen? Yeah. Okay, good. You want to hear the theme song? Yes. You haven't heard this yet. I'm ready. It incorporates my theme song from the other week, which I sung. I don't know if you remember. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? That's great. He's really nailed it, hasn't he? He has nailed that. Yeah, yeah. He's nailed it. It's exactly as ramshackle as, as what we do, <laughs> but with a delightful sheen of professionalism over the top. So the brute... the musical ability we lack. That's it. Mm. So the brute, you know, maybe he's got a bit of competition. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Thank That's you, right. Joseph. We mm. really appreciate yeah. that. So now that we got that theme song out of the way... Yep. What a great theme song. Absolutely. What are uh, you reading what you're going to read? Well, James? Mason, I, I've got a couple of things to mention this week. Uh, Bandit Incorporated, guy on YouTube, he made, he does these kind of uh, videos on uh, like how to make it good whatever, right? And he did one on the Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. 
It's like Has a, to make a good Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, uh-huh. it's many, many uh, episodes long. Well, I'm in uh, episode six, a brief, brief cameo. But you should check that out, Mason, if you okay, want to. Sure. Or don't. It's up to you. Maybe He's an Australian guy as well. If you love Australians, if you love Australia. Mm, I do love Australia. You know it. Yeah. But uh, also, I want to shout out, not shout out, I want to, I know I mentioned this earlier, Superior, mm. as far as a comic that people should read. Yeah, yeah. You should, I think everybody should uh, check out Superior. It's, yeah, it's yeah. standalone. You don't need to know anything, anything else about comics. I've given it to people... Um, who don't really like comics or know anything about comics, and they and they find it great because mm. you don't need to know any continuity and and whatever to, uh-huh. to make sense. It helps to know a little bit about Superman and this and that, and but I would definitely recommend Mark Miller's Superior. There we go. What we read in Mason. Well, what we gonna read? Hmm. Well, what I done read yes. in the past. Good. And what I done recommend people done read. Yes. Um, we mentioned it earlier: The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. Tell me about that. Well, it's sort of a coming-of-age novel, and it's about these two cousins. They're, they're, they're Jewish cousins, and they live in New York. They live in New York, New York style, in Brooklyn. <laughs> sure. Uh, and uh, they sort of... One's an artist, and one's a storyteller, and they sort of uh, become... Is this based on the two guys who created Superman? Yeah, I think so, yeah. They're, they're, they're two young Siegel Jewish and Schuster. guys. Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. yeah. I think it combines elements of them, and maybe like Stanley and Joe Kirby, or sure. you know, uh, Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah, that's embarrassing for me. Uh, and they sort of be- sort of become, you know, uh, sort of major major players, not players, major figures in sort of the comic book world from you know the very beginning to the golden age, and it's sort of gotcha their trials and tribulations and their friendship and all that sort of thing. Great, and it's a delightful novel. So it's more based in the real world, would you say? Yes, there's no there's no actual superheroes. Well, then I don't care. Yeah, it's it's weird. I'm cutting this out. Yeah, it's it's weird when they um. Any, any, there, there are a, f- a few superhero novels. Yeah. Have you ever read one? No. I've, oh, maybe some novelizations of some right, movies right, right. or whatever. Right, right, Because they're always quite weird because superheroes are such a visual medium. Absolutely. Uh, there, was, there was a book many years ago. Pictures. Pictures. Go on. There's a, there was a uh, novel many years ago that I read that is actually quite a good example of the genre. It's called The Superlative Man. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of about a... Ah, oh, it's, it's been a long time. But it, it's... Uh, it's about a private detective who's a, who's attempting to solve a murder, I think, in the world, in this city where they're, it's protected by the superlative man who's sort of this background figure. And gotcha. he sort of has to, has to learn how to become a man in the shadow of this, this superior being. And it's right. a really good read. Okay. I can't remember who it's by or if that's even the plot, but I remember enjoying it a lot. Is it the name of It's it? called The Superlative Man, yeah. All right, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, we're going to check that out, aren't we? Yeah, check them all out. All right. That's what we're reading for this week. Q theme song. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? I wonder if I put that in then. Who knows? <laughs> now, Mason, as you know, my brother's getting married. Herbert Thomas. The Herbert Thomas. Man. There we Done. Go. Yep. My brother's getting married. My younger brother. Uh-huh. Marriage is in the air. Love so is many. abound. Yeah. You familiar with the marriage? I'm aware of the concept, sure. <laughs> sure. Is he gonna is he gonna trump you and attempt to get married first? He better not. Mm, I'll stab right. that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. around his head. But um <laughs> <laughs> Basically he wants to do a thing at the wedding. I am a groomsman, mm-hmm. as my other brother, as is some friends of his. And you know that you've probably seen on Facebook where the good dudes are standing in a row and each of them have a superhero emblem under their shirt and they yep. open it. Sure. You know? It's yeah. it's a reflection of, of the taste in pop culture things and whatever. Yeah. We're all picking a superhero. And the bride always loves that. Yes. <laughs> Now, don't you think that that's only a good idea for the first person who ever does it? Well, it, yeah. Why don't you tell my brother that right oh, now? Because oh, well. he's listening. Great. You're an idiot. <laughs> now you're right. Or you're an idiot. Who's to say what I believe? 
to me saying so, that you're an so idiot. So basically, I'm, I'm going to have Superman logo, not because he reflects my personality in any way, but I think he's my favorite superhero. Uh-huh. My other brother is having Batman, loves Batman. Someone else is having Winter Soldier. Yeah, all right. Okay. Someone else is having Because Ant. he's an assassin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I think, uh, you know, Ed is having Winter Soldier. Really? Ed? Winter Soldier? Sure. He's a Winter Cause Soldier. Because he's a right? Russian spy. No. No? He's no, not? No. Okay. No. Um, my brother's having Ant-Man. What's really? the Ant-Man logo about? Is it just an ant? Sure. He doesn't really have a logo. No, no. And the other one, the most logical man from the group, who's also named James, uh-huh. is going to Professor Exit. And the way they're going to do this, and I know this will blow your mind, mm-hmm. they're going to have a wheelchair just for that photo, and he's going to wear a bald cap. <sighs> no. You don't like it? Not at all. Why not? It insults both people with a disability and bald men, who are considered people with a disability to me. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. Fair point. So you're saying, don't do that. No. Maybe just have the X-Men logo underneath the shirt. X-Men logo, nice suit. Yep. Have him sit down. That's all you need. <laughs> Don't bring, don't hire a wheelchair for this. Also, you'll have to wedding theme the wheelchair. You'll have to spray it white. Ridiculous. Put bunting on it. So you're in? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, cool. cool. But uh, basically, though, there's another person that needs a logo, uh-huh. and he wanted to ask if I could ask the listeners what's the logo. He wants, uh, you know, a superhero that they think people would recommend, not necessarily a major one that they uh-huh. could wear. It has to be male, not necessarily. I say. Yeah. But uh, maybe so- what, what's what's with you and your gender binary, mate? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I suggested maybe like a daredevil or I don't know something like that. What do you reckon? Hang on. What what is his what is his? Uh... He just wants to throw it open. I think this last person doesn't have a preference for uh, for anything. What's Jeff? his personality like? Uh, do you know Jeff? Yes, yeah. I do know Jeff. Uh... Plays music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Ah, uh, boy. Is there any musician based superheroes? Um, just that guy in the Starhawks. With a guitar? Sure. The cowboy one? Uh, There's also a bit in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 where Electro plays the Incy Wincy Spider theme. Okay, that'll do it, yeah. Okay. That's real. Fantastic. By the way, I didn't make that Spoiler up. Spoiler alert. Not really. Not at all. <laughs> uh, mus- Give me a name of a musical superhero. There are none. Dazzler. Daz- oh, there you go. It's more disco one. theme, though. Well, yeah. close enough, isn't it? That'll do. Yeah. The Pied Piper. I'm going to say Pied Piper. Done. Yeah, good. Done and done and done. So if you want to Twitter us on that, at Mr. Yeah. Sunday Movies, the, at Weekly Planet Pod, at Wikipedia Brown, but you probably don't care, so you don't want those. No, do I totally you? care. <laughs> mm. So yeah, help, out a, help a brother out, specifically yeah. my brother, because if I said it another way, that would probably be racist, <laughs> right? Yep, definitely. Moving along though, just before we go, Josh Zingerman has a listener question. The Zingerman! Zingerman! I'm trying to um, incorporate a listener question every week, Mason, uh-huh. to encourage conversation I guess between us <laughs> sure we don't have a lot of stuff to say to each other do we no I'm going to get in my limo as soon as this is done I'm going to take <laughs> off uh, he says he's always had fascination with the concept of arch enemies in literature mm-hmm. classic examples being Superman Lex Luthor Professor X and Magneto uh-huh. uh, Batman and Joker Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty etc yep he wants to know our ultimate opponent so if you can imagine, Mason, mm-hmm. you had an arch enemy specific to you. Yep. And I'm not talking about an existing one, like, because Lex Luthor would kill you immediately, yep. right? Using his no, brain. No, we've debated this. I think we could get... <laughs> he's arrogant. He's too arrogant. I oh, think yeah. we could get around him. Oh, like, he'd, he'd meet you in his office and you'd hit him with a brick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not <laughs> expecting that, is he? <laughs> go low-tech, that's what I say. Yeah, I'm yeah. expecting to go high-tech, go low-tech. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, this person doesn't have to exist in real life, but uh-huh. if they did exist, what would your arch nemesis be like? He'd probably be a guy who's really motivated you know he gets up early in the morning and he you know has a full breakfast sure exercises. maybe he does a run before has a run certainly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. 
He gets a lot of things done simultaneously. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can multitask. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. at lunch he runs down to the store and gets all the women at work donuts. He's the, he's the work office favourite. Yeah, he is. Wouldn't you me? say? Yeah, absolutely. He does guy. the same job as you, but he's way better. Mm. Maybe his name's Keith. <sighs> Keith. <laughs> yeah. But he ain't brick-proof, is he? Is he? <laughs> Bang! That's how I deal with that problem. So a super motivated guy yeah. mm-hmm. who works in your vicinity, or you know him, he's in a circle of friends. Uh, I'm gonna say maybe he's a friend of a friend that you sit next to at a wedding. Yes, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> don't you hate that? They th- they pay- you go to a wedding and they pair you up with some idiot they think you'll get along with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is my friend Blur. He's in a Blur, and immediately I just blank. Yeah, he's like, well, you like him. He's really funny. Will I like him because he's really funny? <laughs> well, I'd be hate him in- instantly. Because, yeah. He's not that funny. Because, no, maybe he is that funny and now I feel threatened. <laughs> or he's not that funny and I'm like, you think I'm funny like that guy, really? <laughs> now I hate two people, him and you. Sure. And maybe he's like, he's, he's the funniest guy in that girl's office who invited you to the right, wedding. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yep. He's always wearing a crazy t-shirt. Yeah. And on crazy hair day, maybe he sprays his hair pink or something. Sure. What a dickhead. <laughs> My arch nemesis. It's basically. all your personal vendettas. That's your arch nemesis. You bloody know it. Yeah. it the combined personalities of all my personal vendettas. So that would, you know, make things easier for me. Yeah. If they were all one person, I could just... Hit them with a brick. <laughs> it's all over. Yeah. Then suddenly I'm friendly with everybody else. Mm-hmm. But my personal hatred, unless you've got anything to add to your, your nemesis, your nah, super he's just, motivated... he's super motivated, yeah. How many sit-ups can he do? Well, more than me, so one. Maybe he's training for a marathon. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah, always he's... training for a yeah, marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Great. Yeah. I hate this guy. Yep. So basically, for me, it's a similar kind of thing. Yep. It's a guy I work with, right? And this has happened to me many times. And he really likes me, and I only kind of like him. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time you go to work, he's always there. And when you go home from work, sometimes he messages you or calls you, and it's about nothing. What are you up to? Nothing. Wasn't that thing a good thing that happened at work today? Not really. You know what? This is not This is my time now that you're impeding on. Maybe he wants to start running with you after work. I like to run alone. Leave me alone. I don't want to run with you. Uh-huh. Right? What else? Let me think. You, you, you have a lunch break. I like the lunch break alone. Uh-huh. He wants the lunch break with me all the time and, and whatever, and we have to sit together. Do you know what my least favorite thing in the world is? What? My least favorite thing. Well, one, bigotry, certainly. Sure. That's actually, that's number two. Um, no, that's number three. Okay, hang on, let me think. That's number two. Number three is being punched in the face. Yep. Number one is being interrupted while I'm eating. You hate that, dude. It's the worst. I hate it so much. The further along in the meal I am, the more annoying it gets. If I've got one bite of a sandwich left and the doorbell rings and it's somebody doing anything, really, just existing, ah, <laughs> oh, they're going to get Do a- you answer it? Uh, I try not to. Yeah, I don't answer my door a lot of the time. No, you don't. Because if I'm not expecting someone, I'm just like, not getting it. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not for me or it is. Mm. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, anybody, anybody like that. Somebody that you can't get away from uh-huh. who values your friendship more than you value He's theirs. He's omnipresent. Yeah. You know what? I think this guy, and if we're going to make him a supervillain, he has the power to know where you are all the time. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I come out in the morning and maybe I'm going to catch the train to work that day, but he's waiting for me in his car because yeah, yeah. he's nice enough to give me a lift. That's the other thing. He's a nice enough guy where I can't be like, listen... Fuck off. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. you got to work with this guy every day. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That is my nemesis. Mm-hmm. Not someone who completely hates me, someone who likes me way too much. I understand. And sure. I'm sure I've done that to somebody as well. I'm yeah, sure yeah. I'm, I'm that guy in somebody's life. I'm probably that guy in your life. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you're right. 
<laughs> so that's my nemesis. Yeah, I understand. But then again, hit him with a brick. Hit him with a brick. What's he yeah. going to do? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. He ain't brick proof. That's it. Mm. So I guess that's the show for this week. Fantastic. Mason. Quick shout out to Gabe Brute for the theme song. Mm-hmm. And also, Joseph Lisk. Yeah, absolutely. Two people to shout out this our, week. Our, our music makers. Yeah, yeah. Mm. If you have any suggestions for the show, please uh, email in weeklyplanetpod at gmail, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. at Wikipedia Brown. Correct. For my best friend, Nick Mason. Hello. Oh, <laughs> this is really awkward. I'm going to go after this. <laughs> at Mr. Sunday Movies for me. I gained a lot of followers this week because of the YouTube channel thing, so people have flocked. Wow. Well, not flocked. I got like maybe 20. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good, you know. Yeah. Um, if you have suggestions for shows, if Those you want to see a disaster unfold, that's it. If you want to um, uh, tweet at the YouTube dev, yeah, or yeah, at yeah. YouTube or um, uh, YT creators, to just want to open your window and start screaming YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how effective it is because I've heard nothing as of so far as I mentioned, but yeah, yeah. that'll be yeah. great. Any suggestions? It's annoying for... that it's been over the holiday period. That's yeah, the problem, it's been yeah. real annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could have got a lot of work done. Yeah. Didn't. So, yeah, that's all right. Is what it is, Mason. It'll lead to bigger and better things or worse things, you know. Yeah. It's certainly, also, it's certainly you, a thing that happens. If you know anybody who works for Gmail or YouTube, yeah, can you ask them what's the deal? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 Do you know anyone? No. You're dead to me. Sorry. <laughs> I thought we were friends. Oh. <laughs> you got anything to say, chat out before we go? No. So, yeah, yeah, that's the show. Have a great week, everybody. Bandcamp the thing or whatever. Yeah, do, do what you like. Yeah. Yeah, get out there. We're all eat, sin- eat some of them leftover eggs, you know? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. It's Easter. It was Easter. Or if you had a really big breakfast and you had leftover eggs, they're about to expire, get in them them eggs. Eat you know? them eggs. Eat them eggs. <laughs> Hashtag eat them eggs. That's our new, that's our new slogan. Eat them eggs, everybody. It's all a right. metaphor. That's it. Yeah. For eating eggs? Not for embracing life. Oh, okay, cool. And eating eggs. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bonus track. Yeah. Which Spider-Man theme song from the movies do you want to sing together? (sighs) Well, there's only one, isn't there? Well, you can also do a Vindicated by the Dashboard Confessionals. I have no idea what that is. Let me tell you something about that song, Mason. Okay. Man, what a bonus track this is. They said, we'll only do the theme song if you let us watch a preview screening of the amazing... of Spider-Man 2 uh-huh. and they watched it and then the lead singer of that band who I don't know came up with that song in 10 minutes and it's about uh-huh. hope spinning on a string and slow spinning redemption uh-huh. and you're winding in and out of the city or whatever huh. do you want to do that one? Spider-Man <laughs> Spider-Man does whatever a spider can spin a web punching guys with hit everyone. somebody with a brick cause you're Spider-Man <laughs> Web a guy to a building, hit him with another building. Guys, you're Spider-Man, inexplicably strong. Great work. Thank you. I thought you got a Chad Kroger in. No, nah, done it already. That's Go back. True. Go back. Episode one, I believe. Ah, uh, one of them. Yeah, yeah. Two, no. three. One Bye of them. for reals, though. Bye. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 